Board is a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at Jeff at WGSO.com. Thanks for your support. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife and... But what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you I've got nothing to say, but it's okay Good morning, good morning, good morning Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch And your host, Jeff Cruer. Jeff has 18 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff even has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten you, the listeners, the ones who will pine weekdays right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Cuer now at 556-9696. It is Ringside Politics here on the airwaves. Uh, Jeff Career with you. Happy Thursday to you. And again, we continue to say Happy New Year. Second show back uh, in uh, the new year. We're glad to be with you. Uh, let's say hello to our friends uh, joining us here on the dial at 990 AM. Those joining us online at WGSO.com. Uh, those joining us on the Mixer app that, of course, you can download for free from the site. Uh, those joining us also on Facebook, we're streaming live at Central City News and Ringside Politics. Hello to all of you and our friends on Blessed TV. The founder of Blessed TV is going to be joining us uh, today, uh, and that is uh, Jake Lang. Uh, he founded uh, Blessed TV from behind bars. And uh, he is going to be joining us from prison today. He's one of the January 6th political prisoners. And uh, he has been there almost three years. And the three-year anniversary of January 6th is coming up on Saturday. So we'll be talking to him about uh, that anniversary, about his condition, about what is going on with the uh, January 6th uh, protesters, about the uh, abuse they're receiving, the unfair treatment, the uh, lies... Uh, the harassment, uh, the uh, gulag conditions, 
All of it we'll be getting into today on the program. 504-556-9696 is your ticket into the show. We want to hear from you. We do an open line, so uh, you can like anything I discuss and want to talk about it, or you want to have your own topics, it's good. Uh, we've got a few rules here. Uh, profanity, no. Violence, uh, no. Uh, other than that, uh, we certainly uh, protect children, and uh, we advocate for America on this show. We're America first. Uh, we're proudly part of the Make America Great Again movement here. And uh, that is under assault, as we see, from the powers that be. And uh, certainly it is uh, apparent with how Donald Trump's been treated. So we'll get into that today, the latest uh, going on in the presidential race. We'll continue to talk about uh, what's going on at the border, talk about uh, the uh, incredible situation in academia, get the latest news from uh, Ukraine and Israel, talk about other hot spots. Uh, you know, you can check out my new column, uh, Joe Biden, America's Agent of Chaos, and you just look at everywhere. I mean, we've got chaos at home, abroad, at the border in our cities, in our families, in our schools. Uh, man is definitely uh, an agent of chaos, has created a horrific situation really all over. And uh, it's not just him, he's a puppet of powerful forces that are destructive, that are globalist, that are anti-American and anti-working family, really. Uh, you know, he likes to say, uh, you know, he's building an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, which is, you know, a bunch of nonsense. Uh, you know, how's your mortgage, you know, how your insurance costs, how your grocery costs, how uh, is all that going for you as uh, an American? And uh, they're going to try to trick us. They're going to try to come up with uh, some schemes to get him reelected, uh, lower interest rates, get maybe the economy moving again for the election, hoping that they can continue to tout, quote unquote, progress. You know, if you look at what they've delivered, 9% inflation uh, in 2022, inflation above 3%, uh, some cases much higher in, in 2023, more than doubling what it was at the end of the Trump years. And, uh, you know, wages that aren't keeping up, that means people are losing ground, people are dipping into savings, people are taking out more on credit cards, credit card debt is over a trillion. And uh, that's Bidenomics. Uh, that's chaos number one. Chaos number two, of course, is we've got a border that is uh, wide open, a border that has pretty much uh, been turned over to criminals and the drug cartel and spies from other countries are now flooding in here. So we got chaos in our uh, colleges as well, because look who we've got as college presidents, people like Claudine Gay, <laughs> who is a uh, plagiarist extraordinaire. And you know, if we're going to judge someone by plagiarism, she is uh, top-notch. 50 instances that they've uncovered. And that's in a scanned history of scholarly works that uh, wouldn't have qualified uh, a normal person, uh, a person of some sort of degree of uh, academic achievement for uh, the position of president of Harvard, but it did for her. Why? 
And the fact that she had to resign, she claims it's uh, racist. I claim that it is the right thing to do because it's outrageous to have a plagiarist as your president. <laughs> we know that as a country. We've got a plagiarist as our president. But Harvard, they want to say they're a university of uh, great standing and some kind of reputable institution. Give me a break. Uh, there should be no one kicked off uh, for plagiarism because Claudine Gay is still going to be part of the university, still going to be a professor, still going to be raking in $900,000 plus a year. Uh, that's mind-boggling. 504-556-9696. The race hustlers are saying that you know she's been somehow discriminated against and that it's unfair you know it's unfair to others that someone like that would have been selected for that position that's what's really unfair it's unfair to students who are held to a different standard from the president of the university that's what's uh, unfair what do you say come join us 504-556-9696 it is uh, an open line jeff career with you jeff at wgso.com is email address all right, we'll delve in a lot more topics. Uh, of course, we want to hear from you. We'll open up our email bag, welcome your phone calls, uh, bring on uh, great guests later on in the program. And we'll tell you about uh, some of our guests who are going to be joining us. Uh, we've got a parody of the week to unveil and a whole lot more coming your way. But right now, let's take a brief time out. Keep it right here on Ringside. Jeff Career with you. We'll be right back. Constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices and metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Are you tired of your glasses fogging up when you go outside? When you drink coffee, open the oven, or the dishwasher? Well, I've got your answer. The Clear Stuff, the best anti-fog eyeglass cleaner. It's also anti-static. The Clear Stuff is especially designed for any anti-reflective coating because it usually has an oily film making it hard to clean, but not with the Clear Stuff. You just need to apply to your glasses once every few days, and after you apply it, use a clean microfiber cloth to avoid scratching your lens. The Clear Stuff is your all-in-one lens cleaner. It keeps your glasses cleaner for longer and fills in those small scratches on glasses to increase optimal clarity. It also can be used for sunglasses, goggles, phones, computer screens, and televisions. To order the Clear Stuff today at theclearstuff.com. Three different sizes starting at $9.99. And if you order now on our website, we'll offer a massive discount. 25% off the one ounce and two ounce jars. So order yours today at theclearstuff.com, theclearstuff.com, where vision meets clarity, clear eyewear. 
Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee Guarantee it. Ringside politics with a punch. We're not mind readers, but we can sure answer the phone. Call us now on 556-9696. Ringside politics and Jeff Cruer. Call us now. Welcome back. Jeff Career here, and it is Ringside Politics on the airwaves. Uh, we got a lot to do today. Uh, great guests going to be joining us in a few minutes. We're going to open up our phone lines. We'd love to hear from you. Come join us at 504-556-9696. So uh, the speaker uh, went down to the border, and it was interesting that right before he went down there, they cleaned it up. <laughs> they sanitized it. We knew that was going to happen, though, didn't we? Uh, they sanitized it for uh, Joe Biden, but you had a massive uh, number of people there the day before, and then when he was there, miraculously, uh, they were gone. Although in the background, as he was speaking to a big uh, congregation of press, you had people just calmly uh, walking uh, across the river into America. <laughs> so you had the... Uh, flow of illegals continuing even when you had a speaker down there that was looking into the problem well i mean the problem was right in front of him i mean i remember going down there i've been down there to the border a few times and uh it was shocking to me to see families uh just running across and to see um them darting in and out of traffic and uh it just sort of people blowing it off as, you know, just typical uh, day at the border. And, I mean, just day after day after day, I mean, how can a country survive without a border? How can a country survive without security? How can a country uh, survive with that kind of uh, invasion going on? And I think to the powers that be, uh, it really is um, their goal to do this. So they're happy with what is going on. That's why they continue with it. Now, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, impeachment hearings will be beginning in Congress, and we've got a few clips from him to play later, and uh, that'll be part of <laughs> what we present today, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. What a liar. What a disgraceful human being. And uh, they continue to say progress is being made, you know, it's secure, we're working with our partners, we're working on this day and night. Alejandro Mayorkas saying they might want to impeach me, but I'm working, I'm working at the job. 
And I'm saying, yeah, you're working. You're working at uh, allowing us to be invaded. Uh, you're working at uh, making sure that uh, this country falls apart. You're working at uh, making sure we have open uh, border and uh, immigration through the roof. That's what you're working at, pal. And, you know, Republicans being Republicans are slow and weak and uh, don't get things done. Except when their own members are involved. <laughs> Look how quickly they got rid of George Santos. I mean, Mayorkas has been destroying this country for years. Biden has been destroying this country for years. Neither of them have been, have been impeached. But a guy who's a fellow Republican accused of lying and accused of being a fraud, which so many of these members of Congress are in both parties, they rush to get rid of him and expel him. That goes to show you who these people are. I guess they want to say to their you know, cocktail party buddies in the Democrat Party, among the deep state and the media, look at us. We're cleaning house. We're getting rid of people that are not up to our standards. <laughs> so now there are three vacancies. So they've really done a number on themselves now because... Uh, you need a majority of 218. They're at 219. So they've gone from 222 to 219. They got rid of Santos. Kevin McCarthy, like a punk, uh, resigned. And then this other guy resigns to take a position at uh, Youngstown State. I mean, tell Youngstown State, sorry, you got to wait till the end of my term. But no, he left. He ran, he told the voters he was going to be there two years. He ran for a term and then exits midway through. Same with Kevin McCarthy. George Santos wanted to continue serving. They got rid of him. So those, those are your Republican heroes right there. That's what they do. <laughs> so now they're down to 219. Who knows uh, how these three districts are going to turn out and, and who's going to win. If the Democrats win those three, uh, then you're at 219, 216. And you got one vote to spare. And uh, they've done it to themselves. 504-556-9696. We'll get your thoughts. Jeff Career with you. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. In an interview with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Tucker Carlson explores the uh, Nikki Haley movement, and that is uh, what is behind her increased support. Uh, they're saying that the powers that be, the establishment, the deep state, the neocons, the warmongers, the globalists, the people that uh, hate you and hate your freedoms and hate our country and our traditions and our values, they are now ditching uh, Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama and all these uh, other folks on the left to get rid of uh, Joe Biden. They're now behind Nikki Haley to get rid of Donald Trump and to become the next president. So they've now ditched all these other people for Nikki Haley. She is now the candidate of the elite, the candidate of the uh, powerful, the candidate of the uh, globalists, the world puppet masters. And uh, if you out there like Nikki Haley, I'd love to know uh, some reasons why. Give me some of her strong points. I'd like to know what is it about her that you particularly like. 
Uh, I mean, was it uh, taking down the uh, Confederate flag uh, in South Carolina? Some people said that was a great thing. Was it her commitment not to run if Donald Trump uh, is running? But going back on her word, uh, was it her brief stand at the United Nations where I can't see that she accomplished anything, but maybe you can? Uh, she seemed to be very excited about Chinese uh, involvement in her state when she was governor, very pro-communist China. Now, of course, she's a war hawk. Every place she wants to go to war with. She's, boy, a neocon dream. She's Dick Cheney in heels, as Vivek pointed out. So uh, next week, there's going to be uh, two events, uh, and that is six days from now. There's going to be on the CNN network a debate between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Because it looks like Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy are not going to qualify. And then uh, Vivek is going to be doing an interview with uh, Tim Poole, uh, Internet, um, a podcast. And then counterprogramming that on Fox News will be Donald Trump doing a town hall meeting. They're also giving town halls to Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. So we'll uh, get your thoughts on the status of things. Trump's still way ahead. Uh, Trump's still cruising. Now he's consolidating Republican endorsements behind his campaign. Our own Steve Scalise has decided to endorse Trump. We'll get your thoughts on that. Tom Immer, who's also one of the top-ranking Republicans in the House, getting behind Trump. You already have uh, Elise Stefanik and the Speaker, MAGA Mike, so the entire top Republican leadership now backing Trump. That's the House. On the Senate side, uh, old crow turtle Mitch McConnell never going to support Trump. And you got so many rhinos in the Senate, it's crazy. I mean, they're not going to support Trump. He did get a new endorsement of uh, Tom Cotton, a senator from Arkansas. He's behind Trump. So he's getting more support, getting more endorsements as he continues to lead, yet these networks and neocons and big donors and people that are uh, the elite, the country club set, we used to call them, Uh, They're not getting behind him, and they're continuing to push for Nikki Haley. So they fear him a lot more than uh, Joe Biden. They oppose him a lot more than Joe Biden. We we found this over the years. Establishment Republicans hate conservative Republicans 10 times more than they hate uh, Democrats. You go back to the 2012 campaign, uh, Mitt Romney went crazy against uh, Newt Gingrich to get the nomination. He uh, decided to uh, be a lapdog in the general election against Barack Obama. I mean, barely laid a glove on him. But he was a vicious political hitman against uh, Newt Gingrich in in the primary. So why is that? Why are Republicans more uh, concerned about Tea Party Republicans, MAGA Republican conservatives, and not so much about Democrats? You know, a, a lot of them, like Mitt Romney in a conversation, was saying, hey, he likes Joe Biden. He's a good man. <laughs> the guy who's destroyed our country. A good man. Yeah, I mean, he's a good man if you're a uh, communist uh, Chinese. I mean, uh, he's a good man if you want chaos around the world. He's a good man if you benefit from open borders. Yeah, a good man. Uh, if you like 
what is going on and you, you benefit from drug overdoses and high crime and American weakness and Americans not even meeting recruitment goals and potential of uh, EMP attacks and our grid being attacked and potential of terrorist attacks. If, if that excites you, yeah, he's a, he's a good man. But if you love our country, I mean, you can't say that, can you? 504-556-9696. So an open line. Anything you want to talk about, fair game. Also, Epstein's uh, information starting to come out. Uh, we've got names from the Epstein list. Uh, some very uh, interesting ones. Michael Jackson, Stephen Hawking. Very interesting uh, names. We knew Alan Dershowitz was going to be all over it. And, of course, Slick Willie. Slick Willie, uh, yes, uh, and that's uh, a.k.a. Bubba, a.k.a. Bill Clinton. So he's on the list. We'll get your thoughts about all that and more. We'll come back and open up our phone lines. Love to hear from you. Come join us, 504-556-9696. Your ticket into the program. Jeff Carrere here. Let's take a brief time out, get a news update. We'll be back with your phone calls, emails, more topics. Great guests coming your way. But first, a brief time out. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Governor John Bell Edwards delivered his farewell address last night as he leaves office on Monday after eight eventful years. One of his biggest challenges, the COVID pandemic. That one was really hard. But I will tell you, we were blessed in Louisiana to have truly wonderful and competent and caring public servants who were experts in their field at the Department of Health, in the Office of Public Health. Edwards delivered his farewell address in his hometown of Amit. Governor-elect Jeff Landry has named Tyler Wall as the Secretary of the Department of Natural Resources. Wall is an oil and gas industry executive. Jacques Thibodeau, the Director of Emergency Preparedness for the City of Thibodeau, has been named GOSEP Director. And Susanna Schoen, who works for the Louisiana Community and Technical College System, has been named Louisiana Workforce Commission Secretary. More appointments still need to be made, and the inauguration is on Monday. LRN. Medicaid members, keep your coverage. Update your address, email address, and cell phone number to receive information regarding your benefits. Act now. If you get a letter from Louisiana Medicaid, read it and respond as soon as possible. For more information or to update your info, call the number on your insurance card or visit healthy.la.gov. That's healthy.la.gov. Remember to update all required information before Medicaid deadlines so you don't lose your coverage. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. On our farm in Cheneyville, my brother and I grow sugarcane, soybeans, rice, and crawfish. It's more than a living for us. It's a lifestyle. 
and the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization that stands together to protect that lifestyle. You depend on agriculture, and we depend on you to join us. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. Remember, nothing lasts forever except maybe a seat in Congress or a judgeship or taxes or felony convictions and therein lies the problem. The only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Couer, has 20 years of listening and speaking up for our side, and he has the record to prove it. Prove you care now by calling Jeff Couer at 556-9696. Welcome back. Open line here in the program. i uh, love to get uh, your input on the issues on the table. We got a lot, and of course, anything else you want to bring up, fair game. Hey, come join us, 504-556-9696. We'll also check into your emails, jeff at wgso.com, jeff at wgso.com. Hey, let's get started with our good friend. A happy New Year to her, Miss Deplorable Dion is with us. Hey, Miss Dion, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Mr. Jeff. I was up early again. Look, I wanted to clear up something. Remember when I filled in for Michelle before Christmas on the 19th? You said something about a radical uh, group that was uh, using Santa, that Santa didn't take the vaccine, and that he died. Well, I don't know about y'all, but Santa's alive and well because he came to my house Christmas Eve. So, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Um, look, uh, I want to clarify also when I say we don't have the Mm -hmm. votes. Jeff, first of all, little Mike Johnson, he's doing the best he can. I, I like him. Uh, he's in a, uh, I've, I've said this before, he's in the swamp. You are correct. The Dems do get things passed. When we have the majority, we don't really have the majority. When I say we don't have the votes, we don't have the votes. This has been going on for decades. Why? You keep asking that. Because let's use Mitt Romney. Because these people aren't true Republicans. The Dems always start out, they all vote the same way. So let's just say there's 100 Republicans and 100 Democrats. Already they got 100 votes for the Democrats. The Republicans, how many are true conservatives? Maybe half? So you don't have the votes. Many of them fear. They're threatened. Many of them are promised positions. Many of them are paid off. This is how it's going to be. So even though we have the majority in Congress, we don't have the majority. And when I said we have to wait for a Republican administration and Senate and all that, if they're not true Republicans, Jeff, it's never going to turn around. I'm going to try to think positive. I really am. 
These mm-hmm. people are out for themselves. Uh, Dem- the Democrat Party, they're evil. It's fear. You don't have to work. You get everything free from the government. You lie. Mm-hmm. You cheat. Mm-hmm. You break the law. You hate your country. Republicans, we work hard. These people up there don't care for the people of America or our country. They will always do their agenda, vote for themselves, get rich. They, you know, they buy stock underneath. I'm telling you, I don't know what we can do, Jeff. We can't get on Johnson. He's already in the damn swamp. He's doing the best he can. I like the little guy, okay? I guess you can tell. I really do like him. Uh, I, I, Nikki Haley, you were mentioning her. I can't trust mm-hmm. her past past the nickel. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't get good feelings with Vivek. Uh, there's just something about him. Oh, he's so great, and he's going to pick up for Trump. Mm-hmm. There's just something about him that doesn't. Oh, when you said about um, Johnson meeting with uh, Paul Ryan, why not? They got on Trump for meeting with Putin. I would, I would meet if I was speaking of house. I'd, I'd sit down and meet with every one of them. But are they telling you the truth? I would want to feel out every one to try to get it from the horse. Well, here, here, here's what is going to, you know, he can meet with him. He can meet with whoever. Uh, it's all going to be about the results. What has he produced? And you know, have they impeached Biden? Have they impeached Mayorkas? You know, have we done anything to protect our border? I mean, are we continuing to throw money at uh, Ukraine? What are we doing about continuing resolutions? I mean, we're just racking up more debt. We just uh, reached $34 trillion. Is it business as usual, or are you going to see someone uh, stand up for conservative values? He said he was going to release uh, the January 6th videos. Some have been released. I guess we're waiting on more. Uh, has there been a vote on term limits? No. Has there been a vote on balanced budget amendment? No. So a lot of the things that uh, Kevin McCarthy promised when he barely squeaked in after 15 ballots haven't been done either with this uh, speaker. So the jury's still out on him. I'm giving him a very mixed grade uh, so far, Ms. Dion, and, and we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's got to deliver. I don't care he's from Louisiana. He's got to deliver for the country. He's in a leadership position right now. And... We need him to stand up to this assault. <laughs> but, I mean, they're just taking away their, their uh, majority by going after Santos and McCarthy quitting and now this other guy quitting. I mean, they barely have a majority right now. It is the, the, the scantest majority in, in the history of the country. One vote. So we'll see. That's point. It, it's, That's it's a the tough point situation. I'm to get at, Jeff. What would you do if you were in that position? We have the majority, but we don't, Jeff. All the Dems stick together. The Republicans mm. don't, unless we mm. get strong conservative Republicans in there. The man does yeah. not have the votes. That's what I'm trying to say. Most of them are rhinos. Most are getting paid off. It's just disgusting mm. up there. The yeah. man, yeah, he's promising. What would you do, Jeff? You're going to threaten him or, or, or what? The man. Well, I mean, you know, we we laid out, should Jeff. not it's already we, we, laid out. We, we should not by any means have kicked out a guy for, quote-unquote, lying when politicians, I mean, all these all the politicians up there lie. I mean, that was insane that they ran through that to get rid of uh, George Santos. That was ridiculous. Okay, and now, of course— I, I, that, I'm saying 100 and 100. 50 yeah. of them are rhinos to begin with, and they could care less about the people, the country, or whatever. Mm-hmm, They're out for their mm-hmm. own agendas. we got to mm-hmm. get rid of all of them. I'm going to tell you what, mm-hmm. all of them. It is nasty, disgusting, 
people up mm-hmm. there. And they're, they, they, they vote on us. They're not voting on us for the people. It's their agenda, their position, mm-hmm. their this. And then the big shots, they want, they've got to get rid of the middle class. You know, all these mm-hmm. countries that have all those real rich people and then the real mm-hmm. poor people. That's why they have our open borders, because they're going to give all the uh, uh, illegal aliens all free stuff. And that's what they want. They're getting rid well, of Well, we are heading, we are heading to a country job. where we've got elites that benefit from government, and you've got poor people that are living on crumbs. I mean, that's the direction yeah. we're heading. Well, that's what they're going to do the direction to us. We're heading. That's why all mm-hmm. the illegal aliens are coming mm-hmm. in, Jeff. They're going yeah. to get all of the middle-class jobs. That's the whole thing. And then they're going to get right. the votes, and then they're going to keep them in Texas, get them to vote. Once we lose Texas, that's it. I'm telling you, this swamp is so deep yeah. and disgusting. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is, Jeff, and I'm sorry if I'm Debbie Downer this morning, but okay. I hope y'all have a great day. Well, good to hear from you, Ms. Dion. Thank you. That's uh, Ms. Dion joining us here this morning, 504-556-9696. And I understand why people are uh, not exactly thrilled with Washington. Why should you be? I mean, it's horrible up there. So she's giving him a chance, and that's good. I and mean, I want to give him a chance, too. I, I want to see results. Uh, he is still speaker, despite the fact he's got a bunch of rhinos in his uh, coalition among his membership. He's still got the title of speaker right now. So there's certain powers that he does have. And believe me, if the Democrats wielded a one-vote majority, they'd be doing crazy things. You know, Democrats, uh, they take advantage of everything they're given. So this is uh, an opportunity to get something done. I mean, Kevin McCarthy, what did he get done after uh, eight months? What did he do? Nothing. So we're hoping that this uh, speaker, our Louisiana-based Mike Johnson, is going to be the real deal. I'm hoping. 504-556-9696. But, I mean, if you support continuing resolutions, uh, if you, um, you know, uh, don't stand up for uh, America, if you get suckered into more aid for Ukraine, for goodness sakes, um, then it's uh, more the same. Now, when he was not speaker, he was staunchly opposed to dumping more money in Ukraine. Now that he is speaker, uh, it seems like he'll make a deal. You, you give the border money and you, you give Ukraine money. And my stance is, no, you give the border uh, the resources it needs because we don't have uh, enough uh, judges and a border patrol. We don't have enough of a wall. We don't have the right policies. We've got chaos. That should be the only focus. Ukraine can deal with Ukraine. And Europe, their neighbors, if they need foreign uh, assistance, Europe's right there. And they've got billions and billions of dollars. You take care of it. We've got an invasion going on. We're busy. We need to focus on this. That should be the stance. That should be our uh, priority. Halfway around the world, no. Mitch McConnell, another total rhino, disgusting uh, human being who is somehow in a position of leadership and goes to show you again what the problems are when you have people like that. Uh, He says Ukraine's the number one issue facing the Republican Party. It shows you how crazed that guy is. Hey, what do you say? Agree or disagree? Love to hear from you. 504-556-9696 is our talk line. Let's take care of some business quick time out. 
We'll be right back. One hundred years have passed since Our Lady of Fatima first appeared to the three shepherd children in Portugal. Her request, when granted, will assure peace in the world. Her requests are simple. The consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart by the Pope and all bishops of the world. Pray the rosary every day and practice the first five Saturdays devotion. When enough people follow her instructions, there will be peace. If her requests continue to be ignored, there will be dire consequences. Time is running out. Please pray for the conversion of Russia. For information about Fatima, contact www.fatima.org. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch2usa.com switch to usa.com if you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. Ringside Politics with a Punch. We won't tap your phone lines, but we will tap into your thoughts. Call Jeff Truer now at 556-9696. All right, welcome back. Jeff Cruer here. It is uh, Ringside on the Airwaves, and we're going to get right back to your phone calls. 504-556-9696. So the Epstein documents, uh, we had uh, some documents released yesterday. And uh, among the documents released, uh, Jeffrey Epstein told a victim, quote, Bill Clinton likes them young, according to a deposition. 
Bill Clinton, his name appeared several times in the hundreds of pages of documents released yesterday. Uh, he was among the uh, individuals uh, named in court in a uh, civil case related to the sex crimes committed by Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And um, in one instance, an alleged uh, Epstein victim, Johanna Schloberg, testified during a deposition that Epstein had talked to her about Clinton. He, quote, he said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. A Clinton Foundation spokesperson referred uh, media to a 2019 statement that the former president, quote, knew nothing about the terrible crimes Jeffrey Epstein pleaded guilty to on which uh, he has recently been charged. Clinton also said he had not spoken to Epstein in well over a decade. The uh, new court records that named Clinton were unsealed in a since-settled civil suit brought against Maxwell by longtime accuser uh, Virginia Gouffray. More than 150 people named in the documents include former Epstein associates and journalists who covered the story. Clinton has long been tied to Epstein and reportedly photographed receiving a massage from one of the sex offenders' victims while on a quote-unquote humanitarian trip to Africa. Yeah, right, humanitarian. I'm sure he was uh, doing for Africa what he did for Haiti. Flight logs uh, entered into evidence by prosecutors at Maxwell's trial showed that Clinton flew on Epstein's jets, uh, including the luxury uh, Boeing 727, dubbed the Lolita Express, at least nine separate times. They were made public uh, after the Miami Herald newspaper filed motions in the suits to unseal uh, these court records eventually granted by a federal appeals court. In documents unsealed in the suit, Giffray alleges that Clinton in 2011 had traveled to Epstein's private island known as Little St. James. In the defamation litigation, Maxwell contended that Clinton never visited the island and used uh, Giffray's allegation that... that he had visited the island as a way to paint her as a liar. Clinton says he's never been on Little St. James, and so the uh, disagreement continues. Maxwell, though, was convicted of 2021 of five counts, including sex trafficking minors, and sentenced to 20 years in prison. Epstein died while in Lower Manhattan jail cell in 2019 while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. His death was later ruled a suicide by the New York Medical Examiner's Office, which, of course, in my opinion, is a lie. Hey, what do you say? 504-556-9696. Let's get it rolled in. Our friend from the Hoosier State, the great state of Indiana, Mark, checking in with us here this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Morning, Jeff. Uh, oh, Bill Morning. went like the young, huh? Oh, uh, uh, Joe uh, uh, likes some young, too. Uh, how young? I would like to know what really went on on that island in the dark dungeons of the place. Uh, what evil pedophilic uh, rituals went on in that place. How young? 
uh, if they're opening up to Pete, they're opening up for me. I mean, what we have here is evil. And I'm afraid that our majority in name only is going to disappoint. And I'm afraid our uh, Supreme Court is going to disappoint because they all are evil. If not, they're working with the evil and complicit to evil. They're going to destroy this country if we don't stop them. This year is going to be a year like any other unseen. Uh, Biden's already cranking up the rhetoric on Trump cults, okay? They have a pedophile cult. Uh, What do you think, Jeff? Uh, Yeah, I think we're facing evil. I mean, I think um, it's evil. You're right. I mean, the enemies are evil, and uh, they want to destroy our country. And yeah, we are <laughs> we are in a fight for the survival of our country this year. This is it. This is for all the marbles. This is for uh, the future of our country, for our kids and grandkids. I think if uh, this uh, evil uh, Democrat rhino establishment deep state uh, group wins again, or quote unquote steals it again. I mean, the damage they're going to do is beyond anything we can even uh, calculate. So this is it. And uh, President Trump, I think, has a majority support. We just need to continue to build it and swamp whatever type of steel that they're planning. That's what he did in 2016. I mean, you know, they stole it and they tried to steal it then, but he just overwhelmed them. We need to overwhelm them with even more support uh, this time because they're going to try a million additional ways to steal it this time than they did in 2016 or 2020. Uh, we, we, but he's our own. I mean, he's our he's our shot, my friend. Uh, I don't think anybody else yeah. on the Republican side, RFK Jr., certainly not. Uh, of course, none of the Democrats are. The rhinos aren't. I mean, you got Trump. So, I mean, I think that is our, our ticket to try to save the country because... At least he gets it. At least he has got the, the four years where he served, uh, where you know he tried to do a lot of good things, did some good things. But I think he'll yeah. be better next time. I really do. Yeah. Well, uh, you take all the missing kids that comes up yearly in this country that's never seen again. You take the 80 to 90,000 that they don't know where uh, – little kids that they don't know their whereabouts that's coming across that border. How many other Epstein islands are out there where they put these kids and, 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 and do despicable things. I mean, uh, our new speaker, okay, give him a break. He, he has a biblical worldview. Satan's servants, have a biblical worldview. They have sold their souls, Jeff. Uh, we got to fight them with uh, uh, something better than theatrics. Thank you. All right, my friend. That is Mark in Indiana. And 
You know, as you point out, you've got a side of good and a side of evil. Uh, and um, one way to fight them is through, through prayer. One way to fight them is through uh, uh, turning to God and, um, and making sure that uh, we have our priorities in the right direction. And that should be priority number one. Uh, and, of course, the country became a superpower, became successful, I think, uh, because of the protection from the Almighty. And I think that's the only reason why we're a powerful country today. Uh, we were founded by people that I think were uh, inspired by uh, their faith to do what they did. They weren't a bunch of atheists. Uh, I think they were a bunch of believers. And uh, look at what they have accomplished and look at what uh, their accomplishments and how they are being attacked by these evil people forces all right my friend thank you sir let's go to uh the great state of alabama galloping into the program cowboy is with us how are you sir good morning how are you doing this morning bubba you doing i'm right? okay <laughs> i'm okay my friend yes thank you listen listen everybody thinks this business about uh the elites has just started no it started under Woodrow Wilson. He thought that the uh, the lower uh, the people didn't matter; that only the one percent did, and that's the way he looked at it as a as a globalist view. Now let's uh, let's fast forward. This is a country that fought two wars, won two wars, Sands of Iwo Jima. Uh, the, the Battle of the Bulge, bombed the hell out of uh, Dresden and set it on fire and killed 25,000 people in one day. Dropped two atomic bombs within three days of each other on the 6th and the, and the 9th in 1945. Now, where did all that go? You cannot have a heart. You cannot care about these people coming over that border. They are our enemy. They they have said they said you don't know who they are and you don't and it that's just the way it is. And you've got to cut out everything coming and going. Every state's gonna to have to fight the the uh, the White House. Because if you don't, we will not have a country and and I'm gonna give you a for instance I there was a girl that, that I rounded out some change on, and it was four dollars and thirty six cents, and I I handed her four dollars and thirty seven cents. She did not know to hand me back sixty five mm -hmm. cents. Mm -hmm. Now that's the way it's going, and when you have a welfare state, you have got to protect your borders, because that's what they're after, and that's what they're getting right now. And uh, and I'll tell you this, the military needs to be on that border. The artillery needs to yes. be on that border. Yes, yes, and, and we need to go over there and bomb the hell out of that northern end or tell the president, uh, Obador, whatever his name is, that that's what we're going to do if he don't stop what's going on and send troops over here to help us round these people up and send them back. And when they go back, they need to have a dog. They need to have a dog chip, an animal chip in their neck, as to where they can be tracked. Because any other way you do things, we're not gonna we're not gonna survive. And 
It's just it's just that way. Now I, I'm sorry for sounding heartless, but but that that. Well, but, we're being we're being invaded. I mean, uh, we're we, yeah. Of course, we. I think you're right. We need the military at the border. We need to protect our country from invasion. It's an invasion. Yes. That's the mentality I think we've got to have. And the drug cartel is an enemy. And, of course, we should be fighting the drug cartel. Hey, my friend, good points, good points. But we got to go to the news. Quick timeout. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Christian Garrick of The Christian Garrick Show. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 2, only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Biden administration officials, including those at the U.S. State Department, say they don't know who was behind the attack inside Iran Wednesday that left 100 people dead. We don't have any more detail in terms of how it happened or who would, might be responsible for it. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby speaking late Wednesday. Two explosions rocked an area very close to the site where a top Iranian general was killed by U.S. forces several years ago. The Israel-Hamas war turning global, still a fear amongst those in D.C. Sixty Republican congressmen, led by new House Speaker Mike Johnson, take time to tour the southern border in Eagle Pass, Texas. From Michigan to, to Florida, we, we represent over half the U.S. states because every state in America is now a border state, and we've seen that on vivid display today. Speaker Johnson with reporters Wednesday, the White House piling blame on Republicans for the immigration crunch. Speaker Johnson, who has been very clear where he stands on the border, continues with the House Republicans to make this a political issue and has blocked any efforts for the president to deal with the border. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters Republicans rejected President Biden's supplemental funding request which included border funding. But Republicans argue there needs to be significant policy changes from the administration. Colorado's Democratic Secretary of State says she believes former President Trump is an insurrectionist, while at the same time likely including his name on primary ballots in Colorado anyway. Secretary of State Jenna Griswold spoke out on Wednesday. At the same time, though, Colorado's deadline to finalize presidential primary ballots is Friday, and Griswold is not bound by Colorado Supreme Court's earlier decision to keep Trump's name off the ballot. The issue is being resolved in the courts in the meantime. This is USA News. Well, some rains are coming up again tomorrow, but a beautiful day should be enjoyed today with an abundance of sunshine. However, chilly after lows of 30s to about 40 goes 50s. Tonight, another cold night, 30s and 40s. Early clouds start to build through the day tomorrow. A spotty morning shower scattered midday and afternoon. Likely afternoon and evening and windy to low 60s. Saturday, Sunday, back to partly sunny skies. Each day will have highs near 60. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. When I'm hungry late at night, there's only one place that I go. TikTok Cafe. This 24-hour diner is the perfect casual place to chow down. It's tucked away at the corner of Causeway Boulevard and South I-10 Service Road in the heart of Metairie. This funky little cafe has been a neighborhood favorite since 1999. There's daily lunch specials and delicious dinner entrees such as hearty burgers, Cajun seasoned pork chops, sirloin steaks, and the always popular country fried steak. But I love TikTok Cafe because it has breakfast 24 hours a day. From pancakes to corned beef hash, the breakfast menu is loaded with all your favorite items. Whether you're a sweet or savory breakfast eater, TikTok Cafe has something for you. For more information, check out their Facebook page at TikTok Cafe Metairie. You can always dine in or call for delivery at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. TikTok Cafe. Always ready to serve you. Would free money help your business? The U.S. government has $80 billion available to fund small businesses. As long as you have W-2 employees, you could be eligible for the employee retention credit. This could be up to $26,000 for each W-2 employee that you kept on the payroll for 2020 and 2021. To get started, email me at jeff at ringsidepolitics.com. Your company name and address, your type of business, and the number of employees you have. At no cost to you, our CPAs will confidentially review your company's payroll information from 2020 and 2021 and within a week be able to tell you how much of a refund your company can expect to get back. You only pay a fee if and when you receive this refund. This is not a loan, so claim your refund now without doing the complex paperwork yourself. Our experts are ready to help you file your application now. Nonprofits and charities can also qualify. For more information, visit ringsidepolitics.com. That's ringsidepolitics.com. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife and... But what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you I've got nothing to say, but it's okay Good morning, good morning, good morning Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch And your host, Jeff Cruer. Jeff has 18 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff even has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten you, the listeners, the ones who will pine weekdays right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Cuer now at 556-9696. All right, we're back. And uh, it, welcome. It is uh, hour number two kicking off uh, Ringside Politics here on uh, WGSO. Let's say hello to our friends uh, on the dial, 990 AM online at WGSO.com. We say hello to our friends uh, joining us on uh, 
the mobile devices with the Mixer app that you can download for free from our site. Take us with you wherever you go. And uh, hello to those uh, checking in with us on Facebook, streaming live at Central City News and Ringside Politics. Good to be with all of you, and we'd love to hear from you. You can join us at 504-556-9696. That is your ticket into the program. Also, uh, email us at jeff at wgso.com. And we're going to open up our email bag in a little bit. Uh, In our next segment, we've got our parody of the week from our creative director, Steve Konis, who is under the weather, but he has produced our parody. So we'll share that with everyone. And then Jake Lang is going to be joining us from prison. And uh, we'll talk about the January 6th uh, anniversary with uh, Jake. We're also going to be uh, joined by uh, Ringside All-Star. We made uh, a Ringside All-Star move. Uh, So due to some uh, conflicts, uh, Josh Bernstein is moving to Monday. So he's our Ringside All-Star on Monday. On Thursdays, it is Chad Rogers. So they switched days. Moved around a little bit of time, but our all-star team still the same. Uh, I think outstanding crew. Really blessed to have all of them. And um, we've got other great guests uh, joining us today, too, including a health researcher telling us how to stay uh, healthy during the winter. You know, a lot of people are sick. <laughs> a lot of people are sick, and, and I know that from dealing with people here and across the country. Uh, so you want to stay healthy, and we've got an expert telling us how to do it. So a lot going on as we cruise on. Hey, let's share with you some of these clips we've got for you here uh, this morning. And, you know, we always try to pick out some some good ones that you'll uh, enjoy. And uh, I think our first one is uh, a good one, obviously, to kick off with. And, you know, we've got... Um, and I, and I hear from Ms. Dion and uh, others say the same thing, that they're not really comfortable with Vivek Ramaswamy, something about him. They just don't feel comfortable. And I, I understand. I mean, you know, you got to go with who you're comfortable with. I uh, like uh, where he stands on the issues. I like his uh, platform. It's a MAGA platform. I like the way he takes it to the rhinos and the Democrats and the media. And we've got two instances where he obliterates mainstream news media reporters. This first one is is a clip of him obliterating a Washington Post reporter. And all that, I think, is good. Uh, You don't see the rhino candidates doing it. And and Vivek, I think, does it with flair. He's incredibly smart, 38-year-old guy who uh, was an incredibly successful businessman and obviously has been a successful candidate in that he's still standing. Many others are long gone. Mike Pence, long gone. (laughs) Tim Scott, long gone. He's still there. Now, he didn't make the final CNN debate, but, you know, he uh, certainly, I think, is going to feel like he did a good job in this race. And, uh, you know, he's not going to win. He's not going to be the nominee. But I think if Donald Trump wins, he could play a role in a Trump administration. Why not? Guy is certainly capable and talented. Here is uh, Vivek obliterating a Washington Post reporter. Let's check out clip number one. 
You didn't say that you condemn white supremacy. I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which absolutely fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman, doesn't make a difference, who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you with your catechism that you try to get to politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break, to a breaking point. Shame on you. Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. What do you expect? Whoa! <laughs> that was a uh, Washington Post reporter right there. Here, uh, he takes on an NBC reporter. Uh, I think he takes a flamethrower to this uh, NBC reporter. Let's check out clip number two. I deliver a major surprise right. because many of our supporters are first time supporters. And I think we're going to frankly make a lot of the media's. I, all I'm saying, one, one more thing I would say I'm looking forward to is I want I want to have a conversation because the historical pattern with the media is lie, lie, lie again. When proven to have lied, hide from accountability from the Hunter Biden laptop story to the origin of covid to the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that never was. I'm still waiting for one honest anchor in the mainstream media to just look their own audience in the eye and say, hey, I apologize. We lied to you, we got it wrong, and we'll never have this happen again. I challenge your guy, Alex, who likes to write, you know, I would say clickbaity headlines to say at least you're from a new generation of leadership. Go ahead and step up and maybe you can do it. Or maybe, Catherine, I'd bet on you sooner to do it. But somebody needs to actually, from the next generation, heal that divide of trust between the media and the people I'll look forward to having that conversation with the media with what happens on January 15th. It'll be a surprise. I'll try to sweep it under the rug, try to minimize the importance of Iowa and try to do, set the same narrative they have been. And I think that we need to use every occasion we have to at least rebuild trust with the American public to say, here's the narrative we've set. Here's where we were proven wrong. And here's where we own accountability. That's what I would say. Thank you. Vivek Ramaswamy. And, uh, yeah, I like the way he deals with the media. I like the way he uh, takes them on. I mean, I think uh, all of that is uh, good. Very healthy. <laughs> Very healthy. 504-556-9696. Someone who I don't have anything positive to say about is Alejandro Mayorkas, our Ringside Politics Turkey of the Year 2023. Now, he won... The, uh, the prize of Turkey, because he is the worst of the worst. He's in the worst administration in history. He's the worst member of the cabinet. So he is uh, you know, 
just an absolute an abomination. And he's focused on imaginary solutions to border problems. Let's <laughs> let's check out let's check out what he says uh, in this clip. Let's go to clip number three. We're just getting news this morning from Punchbowl News that the House Homeland Security Committee is formally moving ahead with impeachment proceedings against you with the first hearing to be held a week from today. What's your reaction? You know, uh, you mentioned um, earlier in our conversation uh, that I uh, joined the bipartisan group of senators to work on a legislative solution to a broken immigration system. Uh, I was uh, on the Hill yesterday to provide technical advice in those ongoing negotiations. Before I headed to the Hill, I was in the office working on solutions. After my visit to the Hill, I was back in my office working on solutions. That's what we do in the Department of Homeland Security. That's what this administration is focused on. Solutions to problems. <laughs> right. Oh, he's working on solutions. Yeah, his solutions are uh, get rid of uh, Remain in Mexico policy, reinstitute catch and release, stop construction of the border wall, uh, not have enough Border Patrol uh, agents or uh, immigration judges, uh, load up the uh, illegals with plenty of benefits, send them all over the country, give them court dates years in advance. Uh, none of them are going to go to. And uh, yeah, those are his quote unquote solutions. <laughs> <laughs> solutions. Yeah, right. Uh, one solution is to impeach and remove him. And then another solution is to impeach and remove his boss. Creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing Balloon Biden. 504-556-9696. What do you say? Open line here in the program. It's Ringside Politics on the Airways. Jeff Career with you. Let's take care of some business. Quick timeouts. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face call mosquito joe whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again if you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list 
at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hey, remember in the old days when something was really difficult, they would say, well, it's going to take an act of Congress to fix that. Well, Bob, you were right. The times, they are a-changing. Today, an act of Congress means it's never going to get done. Ah, but your chance to opine is here right now with Jeff Kuehr and Ringside Politics with a Punch. He's winning Ringside now at 556-9696. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Jeff Career here. And uh, again, happy Thursday to everyone. It is Ringside Politics with the weekdays 7 to 11. And uh, we're cruising through an open line, uh, getting your input, getting your uh, positions on these uh, issues, getting your topics on the table. And of course, we've got a number that we have thrown out there. 504-556-9696 is your ticket into the program. And Jeff at WGSO.com is the uh, email address. So we'll get to uh, some of these emails. Let's squeeze in a quick call, and then we've got our uh, parody of the week we're going to share. Our friend uh, Matthew in Homa is with us here this morning. Hey, Matthew, how are you? Good morning and welcome. I'm doing well. So this uh, thing that uh, Cowboy brought up about putting the military on the border, that's so as they can wave at the women and children as they pass by. Because uh, that's all that we will see at the border should we put the military there. There will suddenly be women and children, just constantly. And, of course, if you open up on them, like Cowboy says that, you know, the tough guys of World War II would have done, and splatter their guts all over the place, suddenly every news media person uh, will suddenly be interested in what's going on at the border. It won't just be Ben Burkwam and uh, the guy from Fox News. Uh, Bill Malugin, Bill Malugin, he's good. Bill, Bill yeah. Malugin, yes, yes. Yeah. So it won't be just those two. Everybody suddenly will be watching all the bodies of the dead children that the merciless United States opened up. So on. you think have... uh, you think the military, the board, will just lead to dead children? Is that what you think? I, I would guarantee you, even if it doesn't, it will. Mm-hmm. So. You say we can't do that. Uh, so, uh, what is what is the solution? The Matthew solution to the border, if not the military? Build a wall. Build a wall. Deport them all. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, uh, and and just get, get, abide by the border patrol. Just just give it. You know, keep the border patrol in charge. Don't put any military there. Well, well, certainly having a military there to supplement them would be good. And mm-hmm. I'm not a, completely against the idea, but the idea that we're just going to place in, um, artillery emplacements and uh, machine gun nests up there and do all the uh, World War II stuff, is uh, it's not absurd. It just isn't going to happen in the mm-hmm. modern world. In the modern world, the war will be televised. Remember how I said that Israel is losing the PR war even though they're winning the ground offensive? And that's because Hamas is making sure that the human shields are always under the building that's crushed. Keeping them there at gunpoint, to be sure. Yeah. And you could Uh, make that same point about uh, Vietnam. I mean, we won uh, every uh, battle there in uh, Vietnam, but, uh, quote, loss of war. Why? Because uh, the military played a very negative role in that. And, yeah, you didn't have that in World War II. Right, you didn't. And uh, we engaged in tactics there that probably wouldn't be allowed today uh, in uh, modern warfare. So, But I do like the idea of the military at the border. I don't like the fact that we have military all over the world and we've got a country that's being invaded and we're unprotected. I don't like that. I think if we're going to have a military, we should protect protect our people. You know, I mean, my goodness, why do you have this military to protect the American people? Well, we're not being protected. Uh, Let's use it to protect us. So uh, I thought the military was supposed to spread democracy around the world. Wasn't <laughs> okay. that their goal? I mean, that's what the democracy you know, people in our country say. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, my friend, Matt, you in Homa. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 504-556-9696. All right. Each and every week, uh, we're very pleased to have with us our uh, Ringside Politics Creative Director. Now, he is uh, unfortunately been uh, under the weather, so uh, he's still working, though, and that's Steve Conus we're talking about. And uh, we've got our new uh, Ringside Politics uh, Parody of the Week that he has uh, produced that we wanted to share with you here today. And i got to say this. He's uh, certainly uh, someone who is uh, very creative, <laughs> a very, very uh, creative gentleman. And uh, this one is uh, sponsored by our friends at Big Easy Limos. Uh, reserve a limo, mention Ringside Radio, get yourself a discount. Get your own uh, free Big Easy Limo reward card. Take a tour, book a limo, ask for the owners, Mike and Stephen Wetzel. And, uh, of course, uh, that's Big Easy Limos, 504-466-4477. Big Easy Limos, 504-466-4477. This one is called Yuletide Yucks. Politicians and Thin Ice. In today's parody, we'll unwrap our recap of Christmas Day with a twist that unites several U.S. presidents in the same room, promptly earning them a spot on Santa's naughty list. Uh, Imagine a frigid skirmish, a presidential push-off, and a frozen pond. Join us for an AI-crafted escapade, a frosty adventure featuring Presidents Obama, Trump, and Bush. Alongside that VP warmonger himself, Dick Cheney, venturing into another misadventure for America. 
It's an AI-infused com comedic journey that not even Cheney's daughter, Elizabeth, <laughs> and her South Poles of public approval could manipulate. It's our holiday hootenanny. Plus, keep an eye out for some unexpected hand gestures as these former presidents uh, might just have a few surprises up their sleeves for Santa Claus along the way. Brace yourselves for a laughter-laden sleigh ride of presidential proportions. It's our ringside politics parody of the week. Wait, you pushed him into a frozen lake? Yeah, they're chipping him out of the comically large ice block now. Well, hang on. Is he alive? Probably. I mean, it's very likely, like over 80% odds, I'd say. The world was shocked this morning when a blog post by Santa Claus announcing the completion of his naughty and nice list... Oh my God, you guys, turn off the radio. You've got to see this. Did you see what Santa posted on his blog? I didn't know Santa even had a blog. Heck, I didn't know anyone still had a blog. You do read my blog, right, Barack? Uh Uh-oh. I read it, okay? I'm sorry, but I didn't ask you to kill this guy i can't put you on the nice list for this but we made a deal santa shoot sorry guys maybe i can share some of my presents and i'm taking george off the nice list too sorry george uh that's tough george oh no what do you want cheney i don't want anything except to say i hate you all we hate you too cheney hope getting on the nice list was worth pushing an innocent man into a frozen lake we actually got george kicked off the nice list for that yeah so now we're all naughty listers well i guess we have that in common don't we yeah i guess we do <laughs> well uh, i uh i'm going out on christmas eve to flip off santa's sleigh when he passes by well maybe you naughty listers would like to come along cheney i it's nice of you to ask. Sorry, it was a dumb idea. I'll just, I'll leave you all alone. Wait, Cheney. I was going to say, well, I was going to say that sounds like a great idea. There they stood in the snow, the stars glimmering, their middle fingers raised so high that even Santa could see it from his sleigh. Look, there he is. Middle fingers up, boys. Boo, Santa. You suck, Santa. I'm writing bad things about you in my blog, Santa. Your blog? Nobody reads that crap. Ho, ho, ho. Oof, he got you there, Donald. I'm going to shoot down that sleigh with a hunting rifle. What was the deal with that talking snowman? I was just going to ask the same thing. Like, he wasn't in the rest of the episode, and then he just... Yeah, he just showed up at the end there. Wait, there he is again. Yeah, what the hell? There you go. <laughs> Ringside Politics Parody of the Week. Uh, we hope Steve Gonis will be back with us next week, uh, feeling better, and uh, we look forward to it. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by our good friend uh, from Behind Bars. Going to miss you an update on the January 6th, 3rd anniversary coming up. Jake Lang will be joining us right here on the Ringside Politics Program. Jeff Cruer with you. Let's take care of some business right now. Quick timeout. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Just a few more days left in office for Governor John Bell Edwards, and last night he gave his last speech as governor. And I say this to all my friends here, here in Amy, that I'm coming home with a grateful heart for the opportunity that I have had to serve this wonderful state and all the beautiful people who inhabit it. Edwards says Louisiana is better off than it was eight years ago as he pointed to a balanced budget, low unemployment, and $94 billion in capital investment by private businesses. 
House Speaker and Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson and 60 House Republicans were at the southern border yesterday calling on the Biden administration to do more to secure the southern border and reduce the number of illegal crossings. It was estimated on our tour just a moment ago that if the Biden administration would reinstate just the Remain in Mexico policy, it could stem the flow by probably 70% or more. I'm Jeff Palermo, LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. Medicaid members, keep your coverage. Update your address, email address, and cell phone number to receive information regarding your benefits. Act now. If you get a letter from Louisiana Medicaid, read it and respond as soon as possible. For more information or to update your info, call the number on your insurance card or visit healthy.la.gov. That's healthy.la.gov. Remember to update all required information before Medicaid deadlines so you don't lose your coverage. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Are you tired of your glasses fogging up when you go outside? When you drink coffee, open the oven or the dishwasher? Well, I've got your answer. The Clear Stuff, the best anti-fog eyeglass cleaner. It's also anti-static. The Clear Stuff is especially designed for any anti-reflective coating because it usually has an oily film making it hard to clean. But not with the Clear Stuff. You just need to apply to your glasses once every few days. And after you apply it, use a clean microfiber cloth to avoid scratching your lens. The Clear Stuff is your all-in-one lens cleaner. It keeps your glasses cleaner for longer and fills in those small scratches on glasses to increase optimal clarity. It also can be used for sunglasses, goggles, phones, computer screens, and televisions. To order the Clear Stuff today at theclearstuff.com. Three different sizes starting at $9.99. And if you order now on our website, we'll offer a massive discount. 25% off the one ounce and two ounce jars. To order yours today at theclearstuff.com, theclearstuff.com, where vision meets clarity, clear eyewear. If you're at work right now punching a time card or you're in prison for punching the boss, we really don't care. What we do care about, though, is your spin going on here every day at Ringside Politics. You know, there are people who believe that we've been visited by aliens. Then there are people who seem to be on another planet. Well, that's not our problem either. Channel your energy now to Jeff Cruer and Ringside Politics. The secret number is 556 9696. Well, uh, we're going to get back to more of your phone calls, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. But uh, right now, a good friend of the program is uh, joining us, uh, one of the uh, political prisoners that have been behind bars now for three years. We're coming up on the third anniversary of uh, January 6th. Uh, our good friend Jake Lang is joining us here this morning on the Ringside Politics program. And Jake, uh, good morning to you, sir. Happy New Year. Hey, Jeff. Happy New Year, brother. God bless you. Uh, Jake, uh, tell us uh, how your conditions are. How has your treatment been? How are you doing physically, mentally? Uh, mentally, physically, I mean, as good as a prisoner can do. I try to work out every day. I uh, keep my mind on, on the Lord Jesus. And so spiritually, uh, it's pretty much 
spiritually supersedes mentally. So um, mentally sometimes you have rough days and you have lonely days and you miss your family around Christmas and whatnot. But um, the spiritual aspect, knowing that you're serving God's purpose and that you're part of his, uh, his plan to revive America here, uh, makes it so that even the, the long, cold, lonely nights are, uh, are survivable and, in fact, um, in some ways joyful because you know that in the deeper spiritual aspect you're doing something that pleases God, you're suffering for righteousness' sake, and therefore um, you have a, a great purpose in, in the struggle. So it's uh, kind of a catch-22, but that's how God works most of the time. Jake, we're coming up on the three-year anniversary of uh, January 6th. Uh, what are your reflections, my friend? Wow. Um, I mean, after three years, Jeff, of just this, seeing the true colors of our government's underbelly, um, what they're willing to do to silence and coerce, threaten, imprison, torture uh, their own citizens, those who have the strong American values, that the conservatives cling to, that Christians cling to, um, principled Americans, some of my best friends I've ever met in my life. we got school uh, teachers in here, firefighters, electricians, plumbers, uh, former U.S. Marines, um, you name it, just the salt of the earth type of men in here. And to see that with the FBI, the Department of Justice, and Joe Biden's corrupt tyrannical communist regime is willing to do to these men just to get to Donald Trump has been despicable. It's been eye-opening for me and obviously for tens of millions of Americans. Um, and I think we've actually grown further as a country and more resolute knowing that, you know, this is not the final chapter. We're not just going to let this go down unchecked, um, that people are going to make a, a massive movement in 2024 to save the Jan 6 political prisoners in the voting booth. Uh, yeah, it's one of the motivations for millions of Americans, and it's a reason why this election is so very, very important. Uh, there's so many people praying for all the prisoners, uh, praying for uh, all of you to be released, uh, praying for justice in this country. Jake, we need justice. And uh, you've been behind bars now uh, over a thousand days, uh, and I don't know—I'm sure you know the exact number—without uh, a trial. And it seems like impossible to believe that this is America, but it—but it is. But your, your case did brighten somewhat by the decision of the Supreme Court recently. Can you share uh, with us about that? Yeah, uh, we've been blessed, and like you said, it's been one thousand and eighty days now, Jeff. Uh, Wow. Without a trial, I've been incarcerated, mm -hmm. shuffled to 13 different prisons. Uh, two years out of the three years I've been locked up has been in solitary confinement. I'm currently calling from my solitary confinement prison cell in the basement of Washington, D.C. jail, the gulag, as we call it, um, where God's grace wow. is still strong enough, even in the middle of huh, this horrible environment I'm in, to, uh, to keep me going. But we have, and his, and his grace is strong enough, too, to, to deliver a, the biggest victory we've had in the Jan 6 community, which honestly, Jeff, we've been just plagued with horrible you know, news day in, day out, 100% conviction rate for felony charges in the courtroom, people just getting railroaded and lives destroyed left and right. But we have had the Supreme Court step in, which is pretty much the job of, 
you know, the highest court in the land when mm-hmm. um, things like this occur, which have never occurred before in the country, but I, I believe that our, our founding fathers framed our Constitution this way, that no one um, branch of government just go unchecked and run rampant with power like the executive branch has done with um, just wielding the federal law enforcement, the FBI, Gestapo, uh, at their whim to terrorize, you know, over 1,250 January 6th mm-hmm. political prisoners. Um, and so the Supreme Court stepped in and they picked up my case um, and the case of three, two other Jan Sixers, um, and actually, honestly, uh, over 330 of us who have been charged with a 20-year maximum felony obstruction of Congress, 1512. Uh, we appealed to the Supreme Court, and they decided to take the case, and we are looking for a favorable ruling here in June of this year. So if they rule favorably, what will that mean to to your case, Jake? Well, for me and for uh, 250 currently incarcerated January Sixers, I think almost every single one of us has this uh, blanket political charge. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing to realize about it. 1512, obstruction of Congress, federal mm-hmm. statute, um, is really been misapplied and mis, uh, over, over broadly used. Mm-hmm. They used it as a weaponized bludgeoning tool, basically to beat Americans into submission um, and get them to take these uh, year-long prison plea deals. And so right. the ones that are currently sitting incarcerated uh, mainly for this charge, it's the most serious charge that all of us have. And, Jeff, it's the most serious charge that President Donald Trump has. Mm. He also has a 1512 obstruction of wow. Congress charge. So if we get a favorable ruling, we're going to see one of those kind of like end-of-the-movie moments, uh, a mass jail mm-hmm. spring of hundreds of political prisoners uh, that will go home pretty much that day. Uh, that This is, the, like I said, the, the bludgeoning tool that the... The Biden regime is used to incarcerate most of us, so we will see wow. kind of like that Friday light, uh, Friday night lights moment at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. where it's like you know victory, families reunited mm-hmm. that haven't seen each other in years, fathers right. coming home to sons and daughters, and mm-hmm. um, it'll be well, a great day in American history. That'll be a that'll be a joyous day for our country. Now, in our remaining minutes, uh, let's talk about. Um, sponsoring uh, the families of January 6th political prisoners. How can our listeners become involved in that and become a blessing to the one of the 200-plus Jan 6 Patriot families, uh, Jake? Thank you. Yes, yeah, so, guys, we actually created an amazing platform, a program you guys can be a part of. If you go over to SponsorJ6.com, you can pick a little package there, whatever it be, 20 bucks a month, whatever you can afford, and actually give directly to the Jan Sixers and their family to make sure that we have commissary products. You know, food in prison is not free. The, the slop they give you uh, every day is free. But to get chips and, and peanut butter package and protein bars and whatnot, all of that stuff is not free. Our clothing, if you want to get a thermal or a sweatshirt or anything to make it through this cold winter, you have to pay for these things. You have to pay for your soap and your your shampoo and your hygiene products, your razors to shave. So all of this stuff, the, the young wives and the mothers and the kids at home are basically being extorted every single month. They're shelling out three, four, five hundred $500 for phone calls, for texting credits, emailing credits, hygiene products, all this stuff. So what we did is, 
we created SponsorJ6.com, and you can make a tangible, real impact in the lives of one of the Jan Sixers. Um, the money we, we raise, we, we give out directly to the Jan Sixers. It's been such a blessing. Um, and it's literally, we, we currently put $100 a month on over 200 Jan Sixers commissary books every single month uh, right now. And so Excellent. we're looking to increase that number. And we need your help to get there, guys. So please, if you want to help out the Jan Sixers, the best way uh, is to go to SponsorJ6.com. We're going to link to that, encourage our listeners to uh, support that. We're also going to link to uh, where you have uh, your documentary, uh, and that is uh, J6Truth.org. We're also going to uh, link to uh, Blessed uh, News TV and uh, let people know about our collaboration and so many others that you brought on board for uh, Blessed News. You are amazing. You got a podcast, you got a network, you got a documentary. You're helping uh, these other J6ers with their legal defense. Now you're helping them with their uh, commissary uh, products. I mean, you're, you're a man that is always thinking of others, giving to others, and you're fighting for not you only yourself, but hundreds. Remaining. You're, you're fighting for hundreds of others that are in unjustly behind bars. And you're really fighting for our country because this is really something of importance to all Americans. And we got 30 seconds left, Jake. I hear it. So you want to make some final comments, sir? Oh, thank. That's very humbling, Jeff. You know, it's it's Christ living in me and Christ living in all the Jan Sixers that enables us to do anything. Um, you know, he says, through me, all things are possible. And uh, without me, uh, you can do nothing. Uh, in, in John chapter 15. And so I just give glory to God for everything he's done for me and my life to enable me to help people. And uh, I thank him for you, Jeff, for being such a good friend and supporter uh, of, of the Jan Sixers. And um, I just uh, pray in 2024 that the American people really just wake up and uh, call on God's name and it be a year of vindication for the January Sixers. Uh, we need Amen. it and the country needs uh, this, this win. So God bless Amen. you. Amen. Thank you for using Global Telling. That is uh, Jake Lang from his uh, solitary confinement uh, in prison, in the basement there of the D.C. Gulag, calling in. Uh, this man on his own, behind bars, has uh, created a news network, has created a documentary, a podcast. Uh, he's raised money for legal defense of other J6ers. Now he's raising money for commissary items so these folks can... Uh, have uh, decent food, uh, also, of course, uh, clothing for the winter months, and, you know, just an incredible guy. And you can see uh, here uh, how much he is just uh, infused with his faith and uh, belief that it's going to be overcome. We're going to uh, succeed here. The country will uh, succeed. Uh, we will defeat this evil. And um, I just think he's done amazing work uh, in the conditions that he's in. It's just incredible. All right. Uh, we'll come back and open up our phone lines, 504-556-9696. Jeff Cruer here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. We'll be right back. Our Lady's Peace Plan is the only solution to the world's problems nothing else will work. Amend Our Lives, offer penance for the conversion of sinners, first Saturday devotion, and say the rosary daily in the manner requested by Our Lady of Fatima. 
This will end the chastisement of this coronavirus, prevent greater chastisements, and result in the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith and a period of world peace. Learn everything about Fatima at Fatima.org. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple, lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee Guarantee it. Big Easy Limos. Book our amazing holiday limousine deals and save when visiting New Orleans. Enjoy our exciting mode of comfortable transportation. All of the amenities your heart desires. Big Easy Limos. 504-466-4477. Hey, here's a question for you. If a man chooses to be identified as a woman, does he still have to pay attention to every word that she says? Well, hey, we don't care. Uh, but both of you are welcome to air your thoughts right here on Ringside Politics. You can blow your horn or shoot that bird, but face it, will that really make any difference? No. What really bugs you? We want to hear from you. And Ringside Politics, call us at 556-9696. All right, I want to thank uh, Jake Lang for joining us, and uh, certainly uh, keep him in your prayers, folks. Uh, let's go to some phone calls right now, 504-556-9696. Our friend Roy is checking in with us in Kenner. Hey, Roy, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Hey, what's up, Jeff? Good morning. Happy New Year. Jeff, Happy New Year. Yeah, Jeff, you think Chris Christie, Mike Pence, Tim Scott could take on the media like Vivek Ramaswamy has no. done? No. No. Exactly. Vivek Ramaswamy, Byron Donalds, even Ron DeSantis, this is the future of the Republican Party. 
which I think is is going to be good going forward. As far as uh, the border goes, what you need to do is put twenty five thousand troops on the border. Keep putting up the razor wire. Nobody comes in. Keep building a wall. And uh, when you come across, you're going to be turned back around. Now, what needs to be done is you have to have a president go down there to Mexico. They just sent Blinken and somebody else to do nothing, as they usually do. But to go down there and tell a Mexican president, I think his name is Obador. I think yeah. that's who his name is. Mm-hmm. You, you go down there. If you don't stop these migrants from coming in at the southern part of Mexico, we're going to put a 50% tariff on every item that comes across Mm -hmm. the border. Cars, motorcycles, Mm -hmm. coffee makers, whatever it is. Guess what? They'll shut it down real quick. And that's That's what Trump did. That's how Trump dealt with them. And that's how Trump dealt with China. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. Well, that's, that's why Wall Street and the globalists don't want it. Mm-hmm. They want open right. borders. They want unfiltered. Now, yeah. as far as uh, Mike Johnson goes, I, I, I'm, the jury's out on Mike Johnson. He he, he came in. I understand that it, they, the media said it was chaos. He didn't mm-hmm. want a government shutdown. He didn't want, you know, no mm-hmm. TSA agents around the holidays, flights, you know, people, you know, going ballistic that they can't get mm-hmm. through lines and all that. Guess what? Christmas is over. Business is business now. On the 19th, there's going to be four government agencies shut down. He needs to shut the government down until we get a border wall. We can't yeah. get a border wall, shut it all down. The rest of it's going to be, Feb- uh, I think, February mm-hmm. 2nd is when the uh, the rest of it is and, and no but, deal, no deal for Ukraine funding uh, at all. No I deal don't, for I, Ukraine, yeah. not a dollar, right. not a dollar right. for Israel. No kick in the can, no CR. We're going to mm. shut it down right then mm. and there. You have a border okay. wall, then maybe we'll discuss maybe another right. billion in Ukraine. We've sent $120 billion, and this is the third winter that they've got. They're going well, to be fighting. And, and they're they're losing now. I mean, we sent more than the whole rest of the world combined. Enough is enough. Sure. All right, my friend. Sure. Yeah, very, All right. very good points. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate you. That is Roy and Kenner. What does Brian in Metairie have to say? How are you, Brian? Welcome and good morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. Career. God bless you and your family. That young man that's over a thousand days and and everyone else that is in in, uh, a communist prison that that haven't even been legally charged or brought before court. It's terrible. uh, It's it's, it's an injustice. In Russia. Yeah, and and uh, this is no longer the the country of our fathers. What they did, and then uh, our fathers who fought in the First World War, Second World War, Korea, Vietnam. Uh, uh, it, it just makes me sick of the stomach. It really yes. does. Jesus said we must pick up our cross and and follow Him. And, and uh, it's not easy. It's painful, but. That's our duty as Christians. When he gave and what I like about uh, Jake is that I mean his faith is so strong. I mean he's yeah. uh, such a believer and he's such a uh, devout Christian and uh, and he he just takes all this on and keeps going and his faith remains strong and uh, he just keeps working and he gets so much done from his and, predicament. It's incredible. And and all families 
that have a spouse or, mm-hmm. or, or, or boyfriend boyfriends. I don't need, I don't know if there are females that's been locked up. I'm pretty yeah, sure there are. There are. But the things that are happening there makes me think almost of what what's happened in Gaza to the to the uh, those who have been held captive to being raped every day. Mm. Uh, there's a story out of out of Austin City in Texas that you're going to be interested in. Their district attorney was bought and paid for by uh, that that communist bastard Soros. They put most mm-hmm. of the DAs in office now. Right. Uh, yeah. Back in 21, and, and uh, it, it went through in early 22, they did the defunding of their police. Well, now they have, I believe, uh, uh, ten, 10 different areas where they have stations. And most, if, if not all of them, I was reading this early this morning, are so on demand, some of the, the, the districts only have one officer. And a lot of the calls that come in, sometimes they're on the phone eight, nine, ten hours waiting for someone to pick mm. up because they're so short on personnel. Uh, just this year, 180 signed their papers for retirement, and, and uh, they haven't had a recruiting uh, uh, school just as we have the problem here in, in uh New Orleans, right. they just started the recruiting, which is a big joke in itself when you only see maybe 10, 12, maybe mm-hmm. 15 recruits. Uh, there's a gentleman, now let me rephrase that, there's a murderer that had, and this goes to my heart, you saw the picture of my wife's leg after she was hit by that drunk driver. Right. Where she had that big hole, and you could put your fist in her leg. Mm. Uh, he was seven times DUI. And this last DUI, his seventh DUI, he wasn't in a full night before they gave him bond and he got out. Mm. And uh, it, it was, but a few days later, drunk caused a terrible accident where multiple people were killed. And he was stoned, uh, he was just absolutely mm. stoned out of his mind drunk. And it took so long for the police to get there. And I believe it was like seven hours. Now he's dead yeah. people in the street and in automobiles mm. and it was seven hours close to seven hours before they even got there when they finally got him to jail and where, where was this uh where was this uh brian in austin texas uh, okay in the city got it. Of austin. all right the, that's the where my, my son lives so it's a very interesting topic to me because he has to deal with that living there okay the city council and the district attorney voted to cut and slash the, the uh the funding for the police. Well, this is what they have now. Wow. This this guy ends up, he's well, not going to be charged for it because when they took yeah. his test, the alcohol was below the level mm, of intoxication. Okay. So he's going to well, walk away from these murders. You've given me some more research projects because uh, that is a very important uh, city to me. I need to find out more about what's happening. Thank you for sharing that, Brian. Yes, Always sir. appreciate you, sir. Appreciate your uh, contributions. Brian and Metairie. All right, time for one more call before we conclude this hour. Bernard is with us in NOLA. Bernard, you'll have the final word, sir. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Jeff. Um, this is this is kind of heavy, and um, I wanted to pass this on. I went down the rabbit hole last night. Um, I was watching some videos by, um, you ever see Michelle Moore? Um, she's a Christian broadcaster and podcaster, and long story short, she's been interviewing this guy, Mike Gill. Do you know who he is? Uh, no. no. You have to go down this rabbit hole. Well, go, go to YouTube 
and and Michelle Moore. Um, they have interviews going back to mid December this past year, and um, there's a there's a very good chance Mike Flynn is a freaking Fed, and um, and he's working against Trump and um, Roger Stone also, and um, it breaks my heart, but it it everything's pointing to that. Michael Flynn, if you remember, took the fifth, and um, he wanted to run for president. Well, they figure if Trump takes a plea, Roger Stone is pushing this, too. Um, He likes Kennedy a little bit. They're going to take Michael Flynn and and Kennedy and put them on a ticket together, and and Trump won't be there, and uh, he'll take a plea. And I'm telling you, you you got to listen to this guy, Mike Gill. He's not a nut. um, He's got... He's got the goods on these people. He's a whistleblower. Um, you got to go down that rabbit hole, people. Okay. Go check uh, it out. You know. And, and, uh, oh, wait, wait. The other thing, too. I'll look, check, check this out. out. Pete Santilli and Ann Vandersteel and these people are being paid by Mike Flynn, who's still a Fed, as, as, as what do you call it, um, opposition who is under control. And um, uh, it's, it's remarkable what's going on. This guy said you can only trust about twenty percent of yeah. of alternative right. media. I will. Uh, I'll check it out, my friend, and thank you for sharing that with us. We got to roll to the news. Keep it right here on Ringside. We'll be right back. It's Jeff Cruer. Join me weekdays from seven to eleven a.m. for Ringside Politics, right here on WGSO nine ninety a.m. New Orleans. <laughs> USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Southern California experienced a 4.1 magnitude earthquake just before 8.30 this morning. The U.S. Geological Survey said that the epicenter was off the coast of Rancho Palos Verdes in L.A. County. Fortunately, there have been no reports of damage or injuries. Initially reported as a 4.3 magnitude quake, it was later adjusted to 3.9. Tsunami alerts have been reduced in areas of Japan that were heavily affected by a significant magnitude 7.5 earthquake and subsequent powerful aftershocks. Residents in certain regions of west-central Japan have been taking refuge on elevated terrain as the recent earthquake induced minor tsunamis. Various locations have reported damage and local hospitals are actively providing treatment to the injured. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden delivering a New Year's message to the nation. Well, my hope is that everybody has a healthy, happy, and safe New Year. In a pre-recorded interview on ABC's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, President Biden expressed his optimism, stating that he wishes for everyone to recognize that the United States is in a better position than any country in the world to lead the world. The conflict between Israel and Hamas continuing in the Gaza Strip. An Israeli Air Force spokesman has indicated that the military offensive in Gaza might extend through 2024 as their forces prepare for an extended period of combat. Tensions in the Middle East escalated over the weekend when U.S. helicopters engaged in gunfire with Iran-backed Houthi rebels in the Red Sea. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Nahu remains firm in his rejecting any calls for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. A fatal shark attack occurred in Hawaii, resulting in the death of a 30-year-old man. The victim was retrieved from the waters off Maui at about 11 a.m. local time Saturday and taken to a nearby hospital where he later died. This is USA News. 
Well, some rains are coming up again tomorrow, but a beautiful day should be enjoyed today with an abundance of sunshine. However, chilly after lows of 30s to about 40 goes 50s. Tonight, another cold night, 30s and 40s. Early clouds start to build through the day tomorrow. A spotty morning shower and scattered midday and afternoon. Likely afternoon and evening and windy to low 60s. Saturday, Sunday, back to partly sunny skies. Each day will have highs near 60. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. For over three decades and thousands of weddings and receptions, The Four Columns has dedicated itself to making every occasion the perfect occasion. This family-run business takes pride in providing delicious food, elegant surroundings, and attention to detail. If you're looking for a venue for your rehearsal, baby shower, birthday party, seminar, award banquet, business gathering, luncheon, The Four Columns is a perfect place. They also provide on-site and off-site catering and have worked with thousands of businesses throughout the New Orleans area. Experience the difference of the four columns at 3711 West Bank Expressway in Harvey. For more information, check out fourcolumns.com or call 340-4109. That's 340-4109. The four columns, providing delicious food, elegant surroundings, a professional staff, and a true New Orleans experience. Let us make you, your family, and your friends true guests at the four columns. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife and... But what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you I've got nothing to say, but it's okay Good morning, good morning, good morning Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch and your host, Jeff Cruer. 
Jeff has 18 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff even has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten you, the listeners, the ones who opine weekdays right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Kuehr now at 556-9696. All right. We're back, and uh, wow, so much ground we've covered, and uh, very busy uh, this morning, so I want to thank everyone for uh, joining us, Uh, very uh, busy uh, first few hours, we're rolling into hour number three, and uh, let's say hello to our friends uh, joining us on the dial at 990 a.m. online at WGSO.com, on the Mixer app that you can download from the site, take us with you wherever you go, and Facebook Live, streaming at Central City News and ringside politics we say hello to all of you we'll take more of your phone calls in a bit at 504-556-9696 and open up our email bag it's jeff at wgso.com don't forget if you miss any part of today's program check out our podcast page at wgso.com and uh, we always love uh, getting your uh, feedback about the show and patty will have posted links to our guests our topics, and of course the clips that we share on the program at Ringside Politics Podcast at WGSO.com. All right, we've got another guest uh, that we're going to bring on uh, right now talking about an issue of, uh, I think, uh, importance, and that is what's going on with our military academies. Uh, He is a U.S. Naval Academy professor, the author of Saving Our Service Academies, My Battle With and For the U.S. Naval Academy to Make Thinking Officers. Let's welcome Bruce Fleming to the Ringside Politics Program. And how are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Hey, good, good morning to you, Jeff, and uh, good morning to uh, New Orleans. I have to say, uh, my younger son goes to Tulane, and uh, we've got, we're getting to know the city, and we love it. So uh, delighted to be talking with you all. Uh, well, excellent. They had a, another good football season, and uh, yeah, seems like uh, yeah, good not, times there. W- we came to the military bowl right here down at my home institution and at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. And unfortunately that didn't go so well for, uh, for Tulane, <laughs> no. but, uh, anyway, it, no. and it rained and it rained, but we had a great Looked time. Like there were a lot, lot more Virginia tech fans there than Tulane fans. Well, it's a more local school. It's a more local school. So, uh, yeah, no, we, we were there yelling loud as we could, but yes, you're, you're right to, uh, to say that this problem with the the, the service academies is uh, is a big one. Um, it's there. There are several problems with the service academies. The first of all, is you have to understand that these are taxpayer supported institutions. They are a government program. They haven't always looked the same. They haven't always even existed. Um, so we're everybody. Every taxpayer ought to take the opportunity to question whether his or her tax money is being well spent. And I maintain that they're not with the service academies anymore. Their glory days are over. They're running on fumes. Yes, they had a storied past, but things have changed. Uh, first thing that a lot of people on the outside don't know is that uh, you don't have to go to Annapolis or West Point to become an officer. Right now, uh, Annapolis, which is my focus, produces fewer than one in five new officers. And the others come from places like ROTC. Uh, Tulane has ROTC. Um, 
A lot of places have ROTC. And OCS, which is where you just go to college, and then uh, you decide you want to be an officer, and they send you to what's basically a summer boot camp, and if you get through it, you're an officer. So we have many, many commissioning sources. So why do we keep these around? Um, I say that they're the vanity projects of the military brass, um, and the problems with them are, are legion. The one that's probably the marquee problem right now is that uh, you're aware, I'm sure, that uh, the Supreme Court uh, ruled out using racial criteria, so-called affirmative action, for college admissions. That, that happened last summer. But they made an exception for the service academies. So the service academies alone among colleges in the U.S., with your taxpayer dollars, can, in fact, discriminate, continue to discriminate on the basis of race. And mm -hmm. to be very clear, that means privileging non-white students. Uh, I've been on the admissions board, and I know what that means. Unfortunately, it means that we have to lower our standards for anybody who self-identifies as non-white. So... I came to the Naval Academy after teaching for two years in Central Africa, in Rwanda. This was before their civil war. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, the, the, I'm, I'm totally in favor of people with darker skins being anything they want to be. But we have to lower the standards to get that. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is that uh, the service academies have jumped on board with really left-leaning social engineering. Uh, they're just as, I, I know that mm -hmm. probably many of your listeners have been following the Harvard saga. The right. Naval Academy is, I say the Naval Academy is worse. The service academies wow. are worse because they can do these things mm -hmm. using the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Uh, I'm a civilian. Most professors at Annapolis are civilian. I'm a PhD from Vanderbilt, actually, up the road in Tennessee. Um, That's where I went to school, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. We'll go, <laughs> Good school. Go, Good school. Go, <laughs> yeah, go another, go. another. by the way, by the way, another school that has gone woke, uh, that yeah. is uh, Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. it, it's unfortunate. Yes. It's unfortunate. No, I think that, that I don't want to get off track here, but uh, my older son is at University of Richmond, and I, I say the younger one's at Tulane, and I think so far they're doing okay. So fingers crossed on that. But uh, we're, we're talking about the service academies. Let me, let, right. let me go back to point number one. Mm -hmm. Your dollars are paying for it, and my dollars are paying for it. So mm -hmm. you have a right to know what goes on there. And the first thing is this racial profiling. Um, and the second thing that worries me um, is the way men are treated. Obviously, until 19, uh, 1976, they were, all, these, they were all male. And... Congress said, you're going to have women. Okay, fine. They resisted that, resisted that, and suddenly they had women. And they didn't know what to do with them. And it's no question that the early years for women were absolute hell on wheels. Mm -hmm. There's no, no question. But the pendulum has, has swung too far in the opposite direction. Now we've jumped on board with these Obama-era um, sexual assault uh, thing, uh, training and so on. And the assumption is that the man is always guilty, the woman uh, is so, referred to as Bruce. The victim. Let me ask you. Yeah. Let me ask you a few questions. So, uh, sure. what is the the breakdown of African American and, and white, and what is the breakdown male versus female in the service academies? Well, yes. Uh, 
the 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 white kids are still in the majority, only not by much. They claim, the most recent figures I saw said that thirty seven percent of the undergraduates, the midshipmen, were something other than white, and okay. they they've had a, a real hard time getting a large number of even with lower standards qualified black kids because if a black kid's got anything on the ball, he or she is going to get. Uh, scholarship offers from a lot of other uh, a lot of other places mm-hmm. so why would they come to the service academy so that's always uh, hovered around five six seven percent just the black kids but if you self I've had students whose parents came from Madrid so they're white Spaniards but they self-identified as Hispanic so they got into lower standards as well so Taking them all together, then they decided a few years ago that Asian kids were also what I call a protected minority. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of Asians in the Navy. It's something like 5-6%, but th- that's also uh, a, a, a non-white minority. So taken okay. together, it's, it, it's less than 40. The girls okay. now are up to between 35 and 40%. Is that the high? Is that the all-time high? It is the all-time high. When women were first uh, admitted, they were something like 12%. Uh, so, yeah, every year. And they crow about that, they, right? That shows how much we, the phrase is, it looks like America. Um, well, it doesn't look like America because they're all 18 to 21 and they all work out and, you know, they all wear uniforms. It, it doesn't look a bit like them. They go to a, go to a mall and you know, Minneapolis. But, you know, at at Vanderbilt and Tulane and Richmond and all these schools, the majority of the students there are female. Well, I know that. That's right. Well, I mean, I I, I fully expect that the day will come when there will be more women than men uh, at the service academies because they they have the power to let in anybody they want. Um, I mean, that's a little cracko because the percentage of women in the fleet is not that high. I mean, that's also social engineering. Um, so, you know, the, the, but to get back to the problems, the, 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 I have a, a, a personal issue, I guess you'd say, because I started writing, I, as I say, I was on the admissions board, and mm-hmm. uh, i just come from Africa, and, uh, you know, it, it's racist. I wasn't born racist. I didn't grow up racist. I went to a Quaker college, Haverford. Right. Uh, and all of a sudden, they're saying, just because somebody self-identifies as African-American, we're going to give them uh, it, it, uh, uh, one, a, a slot that's worth half a million dollars. That's what it costs ta- taxpayers, right? Wow. And at the same time, they're saying, oh, this is, you know, the best and the brightest. It's not the best and the brightest. Mm-hmm. Then we have the football team, which is another, another issue. So they've become pressure pots of social engineering at your expense. Uh, mm-hmm. And what you got to understand is that uh, we had a superintendent who said we hire all our graduates, which means they're guaranteed employment in the Navy or Marine Corps. About 25% of our students go into the Marine Corps. So, mm-hmm. And they're well paid. If you look at you know, what college graduates get the highest salaries, the service academies are always in the top three or four. So much more than Ivy's, much more than Vanderbilt or Tulane. Or so... So we're we're doing all this social engineering at taxpayer expense. We're we're discriminating against men. We're discriminating against uh, white students, uh, white service academy members. And to me, uh, Bruce, it all became apparent when I heard General Milley talk about uh, the need to to understand white rage 
and that uh, you know they were going to be pushing these what CRT topics and and pushing uh, you know against uh, what he considered to be a, a major problem, and that is white supremacy. I mean, doesn't yeah. this all start at the top, uh, Bruce? It does start at the top. It's um, the top is the military doesn't make this stuff up, right? They, I mean, the 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 hoo virtue of our democracy is that the military is controlled by civilians. Uh, I mean, you can go to countries where that's not true, like Egypt or Thailand or Burma, but you don't want to go there. You want to be right here. So the civilians, the the the, the, the military not making this stuff up. They're getting pressure from Congress, um, a lot of pressure from Congress to be woke, and they're also picking up the vibes. I, I say the vibes that are traveling through the air that this is this is the marquee of project of our time, right? So the military wants to seem, I mean, maybe they believe it. I mean, but the, the military, people in the military get ahead by pleasing the guy or gal who's one step above them. Uh, but what about meritocracy? <laughs> I mean, yeah. we don't have that what in the military it? anymore. What about it? What about it? What, what, <laughs> Uh, what just makes the smoke come out of my ears is that they talk the line of meritocracy. As I say, the students, the midshipmen are told multiple times every week they're the best and the brightest, So, which is not true. And these, uh, these uh, institutions have got an enormous prestige in our society, which they no longer deserve. They absolutely no longer deserve. So, no, we're not... The meritocracy has been abandoned. Um... I mean, I think we can see that even at elite civilian universities as well. I mean, there the admissions, even the admissions are to other criteria than, than excellence, and, you know, you have to toe a certain ideological line. Um, so it, the reason why this scares me stiff is that this is our military. This, this is not, you know, if they were just playing around. I mean, even Harvard can go its own way as far as I'm concerned. Uh but I, the military cannot go its own way because you actually right. do need. I mean, look at the subtitle of my book. My job is right. to make thinking officers. You know, mm-hmm. you get in a pressure pot situation, and they have to. It, smarts matter, and mm-hmm. being able to analyze coolly matters, not just, you know, going off half cocked in some crazy direction because that gets people killed. That's what gets people killed. And they come back to Dover, Delaware in a box. Dover, Delaware is about 40, 50 miles north of where I grew up. So all that's very real to me. Uh, That's the reason why it's so essential with the service academies. More essential than the Harvards of the world. I mean, you know, I I don't like it. I don't like it Mm -hmm. at the Harvards of the world, but... It, it, it affects all of us when it's with the military. So, well, and, and I want to thank you. You have a lot of courage for coming out and, uh, and speaking about this and uh, really laying it all out there for folks to know what is going on. And I think a lot of us suspected it, didn't realize it was so bad. Unfortunately, we're up against the clock. I'd love to have you back on. Is there a site uh, where uh, all this information is, where people can learn more, Bruce? Uh, unfortunately, my website I'm, seems to be having problems with it, but I'm, I'm hoping to get it up. It's BruceFleming.net, but uh, I'm hoping okay. to get it back up soon. But uh, all, all you right. have to do is Google me. I mean, there are a million articles by and about me. 
I understand. Okay. <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Thanks so much, Jeff. Take care. Thank you, Bruce. Appreciate you. Yeah, bye. And uh, that's a U.S. Naval Academy professor uh, telling the truth about what's going on there. Pretty sobering. All right, a lot more coming your way. Brief time out, more ringside. Keep it right here on WGSO. Jeff Career with you. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction hdfnola.org Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices, and during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company, we help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit Switch the number two usa.com switch to usa.com if you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarterview Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out Facebook.com slash Quarterview or call 504-887-3456. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarterview Restaurant, 613 Clearview If any of that makes any sense to you, man, you're in the right wing of that bird. The mainstream media is at it again, and they've got the facts that might not be right and the opinions that you don't need. Well, what we do need right here now at Ringside Politics is you. Well, pine with us, all you got to do is call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. 
want to thank uh, Professor Fleming for uh, joining us. A uh, very good discussion about a very important issue, our service academies. Uh, all right, we're going to get back to your phone calls in a second. 504-556-9696 to join us. We want to hear from you. I did want to share with you a little bit more about Alejandro Mayorkas, a Ringside Politics Turkey of the Year. Here in this interview, he's uh, saying what is really calling, causing the migrant surge. You, you might think it's Biden's border policies. You might think it's uh, what's going on in Mexico and Central America. You might think it is uh, economic issues. It's really climate change. Let's check out clip number four. Border Patrol in the month of December processed more migrants entering the United States illegally than any month in the history of that agency. Why is that happening? What, how do you explain it? So we are seeing the greatest number of displaced people, not only at our southern border, not only in the Western Hemisphere, but across the globe. You know, I am involved in bilateral and multilateral meetings with my counterparts from foreign countries in Europe, uh, in Asia, in the Indo-Pacific, all over the world. And migration, the challenge of displaced people, is a subject that comes up in every single conversation. We have the effects of climate change, poverty, increasing level of authoritarianism, the very many challenges that are at the root cause of the displacement of people around the world. Border Patrol. How about the fact that you stopped construction of the border wall? How about the fact that you reinstituted catch and release? How about the fact that you ended the Remain in Mexico policy that Speaker Johnson was just talking about? Uh, none of that matters. Huh? How about you just told the world to come here? And uh, how about the fact that you incentivize them with goodies and uh, travel all over the country? How about you give their children citizenship and uh, give a lot of these other folks a pathway to citizenship? Driver's licenses, voting, benefits. I mean, uh, listen, if you're living in oppression in uh, Kenya and someone's going to pay for your travel to come here, you're going to come here, right? I mean, uh, who's behind all of this? The UN, George Soros, Catholic Charities, our government. I mean, how do folks get across the world to our border and they're destitute? Somebody's footing the bill. Finally, here's Alejandro Mayorkas uh, talking about uh, the fact that, you know, this massive backlog, it's always been there. It's a problem. The last administration really caused the problem, according to Mayorkas. The last administration that has a secure border. Let's check out clip number five. There is a backlog of some three million cases of asylum seekers who are allowed to come into the United States, remain in the United States while they wait for their trial, which in most cases will be years from now. Just not enough judges to process that. What do you do about that, number one? And number two, is it a good idea to let the asylum seekers be in the United States while they wait a trial or should they remain where they are? So that backlog is a powerful example of how broken our immigration system is and for how long it has been broken. Because that backlog existed when I was in the Department of Homeland Security in 2009. It preceded me then and it precedes me now in my tenure as the Secretary of Homeland Security. That three million case backlog has been building for years and years and years. It got much, much worse when U.S. citizenship and immigration system, uh, uh, 
Services, the agency within the Department of Homeland Security that administers our legal immigration system, was financially gutted during the prior administration. <laughs> so, when in doubt, blame Trump. And uh, there you go. So now you know. The problem is really the last administration. That's really the cause of the problem. Even though it seemed to all of us that things were secure and the numbers were way down, they were really causing all the problems that we see now three years later. 504-556-9696. Let's bring on our fired-up friend, Cajun whistleblower, patriotic pro-life buccaneer, Phil from Jefferson. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Play ball. Good morning, brother and sister, pro-life, whistleblowing, parents, patriots, pet owners, police, military, cowboys and cowgirls. Right now, at this very moment, hundreds and thousands of innocent hostages are being held in jail at the Nazi Gulag in Washington and in the Middle East Gulags. Set free the January 666 hostages. Set free the October 7th hostages. One more time. Set free the January 666 hostages. Set free the October 7th hostages. Many of these American and Israeli men, women, and even children are starved, mistreated, beaten up, and even murdered. Pick up your phones right now. Call all, all of our elected officials. Call all of elected officials. Congressmen, senators, governors, you name it. Demand the immediate release of all January 66 hostages and October 7th hostages. Donate, 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 donate. Pray, 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 pray. Show up, stand up, rise up, wake up, and stand up, America and Israel. Amen. All right, whistleblower. Amen. All right, one more before the uh, next segment, and we bring on our good friend from the woods up in the country, uh, the northern parts of St. Tammany Parish. Uh, Brother Steve checks in with us here this morning, and Happy New Year to you, my friend. Welcome. Happy New Year, Brother Jeff, Commissioner of Conservative Conversation, and still standing tall in 2024. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, my friend. Good to hear from you, sir. Good to hear from you. Oh, been busy. I had a friend went to Thailand. He's over preaching and teaching to uh, a refugee camp in Thailand up in the mountains, and those people are from the mountains. They're not allowed to walk around the rest of Thailand. But they will let pastors and things go in. He's working with 21,000 people right now. Don't know when he'll be back, and and uh, or I might go over there and help him is uh, is if the opportunity shows up. And uh, just talking to people, talking to Muslims that want to become Christians, and and all kinds of stuff, man, doing stuff to change it every day, and awesome. uh, it, which gets me excited. I don't think people understand that we have arrived at war. Washington against Republic. We do not have a secure border, which is a sign of war. We do not have a secure election system, which is a sign of war. We have a legislature that doesn't get to vote on money going to people that are coming through the border illegally, which is our tax dollars. Therefore, we don't have equal and proper representation of what our money's being spent on. They send money to other places that are having wars and everything else, and the money gets funneled back to globalists, 
We've been at war with globalists for many years. Nobody wanted to admit it. Now it's here. We had a, we had a globalist vice president and president, George H.W. Bush. How he got into Reagan administration, I have no idea. One of the worst globalists ever to be born in America. Yeah, the one who kept saying we have a new world order, remember? Yeah, a new world yeah. order. Yeah. Since 1982, brother. Yeah. It's here. It's here. So what are we going to do? We're, we're getting to where there's not going to be much of a political solution to the things that are going wrong. What's wrong is people in America have lost their moral compass. People in America have lost their decision-making compass. And people in America no longer can sit down and have a conversation, which is what made the country great. You know, Benjamin Franklin believed in Jehovah, the Old Testament, but not Jesus Christ. Thomas Jefferson believed in Jesus Christ, and they used to war back and forth, but they came together, and look what we got in the Constitution and in, in, in the uh, preamble. So we've gotten away from where we were, mm-hmm. and it's our own fault because we let it happen. We have been so caught up. And, you know, we live in a country that's blessed more than any country in the world, and it's blessed by God, not by any human being. Right. The resources were here. Mm -hmm. The basis of, of Christianity was here. And we used to take care of the world. And nobody complained. We used to take care of the ones that needed to be fed, and nobody complained. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it had to become a point of contention. You will do this or. So then people started backing off on what we used to do naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talk to the blacks, they said they were doing better in the late 70s and early 80s because they were getting where they wanted to be before white progressives started messing with civil rights and the direction that it was going to go for their future and what they did to allow them into the education system yeah. and everything else. They said, we were doing good. It's time we in, in the name, true. Yeah, in the name of helping, quote-unquote, minorities, uh, boy, they've been hurt big time. They've been, uh, they, their families they don't have want been to help them. They, they don't want to help them. They want them dead. Yeah. You have to start realizing this. Yeah. Is the rest got, of the world wants... Israel and America to go away because the rest of the world wants the one world government. Right. 92 countries just signed getting ready to start Mm -hmm. changing currency. Mm -hmm. And the next push for worldwide climate control. Yeah. Climate control, you can't do nothing with that in a political system. As long as those people believe we're going to die from the climate, there's nothing you can do to stop that politically. Yeah. Hey, brother, we're up against it, but you've, as always, raised some incredibly important points, and uh, it's a pleasure, honor to have you. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully we'll hear from you quite often throughout the new year. All right, we got to roll. Brief time out. Let's take care of some business. More Ringside Politics coming your way right here on the airwaves. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. 
NOLA.com is reporting Governor John Bell Edwards will join the New Orleans-based law firm Fishman Haygood when he leaves office on Monday. Edwards will work with the firm's business team and focus specifically on securing renewable energy deals. The governor has been a big proponent of expanding renewable energy. Governor-elect Jeff Landry is being applauded for his choice to head the Department of Natural Resources. Tyler Gray, who's worked for Placid Refinery Company, was a former president and counsel to the Louisiana Mid-Continent's Oil and Gas Association, and he worked for conservation and was once an attorney at DNR, will helm the agency. President of the Louisiana Oil and Gas Association, Mike Moncla. He kind of understands both sides of it. So we're really excited to uh, get to work with him again. Landry is also appointed Jacques Thibodeau to serve as director of GOSEP and Susanna Shawin to be the new director of the Louisiana Workforce Commission. I'm Brooke Thorington. Jeff Palermo, Louisiana Radio Network. Tiger Rad. It's time to celebrate history in the making. After years of sweat, tears, and determination, the LSU Lady Tigers have finally clinched their first ever women's basketball national championship. What a momentous achievement with this incredible squad led by their talented coach, Kim Mulkey. That's what I came home to do. And when Kim's not coaching champions, she's talking to the folks at Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag, we'll do a little research. Tiger Rag Magazine is proud to have been part of this journey on newsstands and at TigerRag.com. Tiger Rag. This is Congresswoman Julia Letlow here to ask you a few important questions. Do you need help with a federal agency? Are you having trouble getting a passport or receiving your full federal tax refund? Are you a veteran who is not receiving full benefits? Is there a policy area you're passionate about and you want to make sure your voice is heard? If you relate to any of these issues, our office is here to help, so don't hesitate to ask for assistance. Contact our office at letlow.house.gov. Let us assist you today. Paid for with official funds for the office of Julia Letlow. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. We must not be silent in the face of the ongoing apostasy in the world. We must keep the truth alive and let those in authority know that the faithful are looking to them to do what is right. To listen to Our Lady of Fatima and to do what she asks. Please add your name to the millions who are crying out to our leaders to do the only thing that will bring us peace and save countless souls. Obey Our Lady now. Visit Fatima.org. You know they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste unless no one notices. Call Ringside Politics with a Punch, 556-9696. Phone calls and clips, but right now we're very pleased to have a special guest uh, joining us. We're having him back on the program. He's done pioneering work in health and wellness uh, for over 40 years. He's a prominent voice of the Healthy Fats and Oils movement. He is uh, an accomplished author, an extensive education in biochemistry, biology, master's degree in counseling and psychology. He's impacted millions of lives by delivering a fresh message on how to achieve perfect health. Udo Erasmus is back with us here on the Ringside Politics Program. And welcome. How are you? Happy New Year to you. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. It's early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the West well, Coast, so... 
We're glad to have you. Thanks for getting up early with us. And, uh, you know, here it's uh, getting cold. And, you know, I can't tell you how many people I know that are sick with a cold or flu. And uh, that's why we wanted to have you on to talk about how to be healthy during the uh, cold season. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's do it. So, you know, uh, I've always, let me ask you first, if you don't mind, and then I know you've got all yeah. kinds of things to talk about. I've always been a believer in vitamin C. Uh, do you agree with that? Is that is that a smart thing to, to take, take Vit- vitamin well, C every day? Vitamin C is one of 42 essential nutrients that you cannot live without. So if you got no vitamin C at all, you would die, actually in fairly short order. You would get scurvy, your teeth would bleed. You know, your, your teeth would fall out, your, your, your blood vessels would destroy themselves, would fall apart, basically, and you would bleed to death internally. That's what happens if you get no vitamin C. In fact, that used to happen to sailors on ocean voyages. That's why Britannia ruled the waves, why, you, the, why England became the world's power, is because they gave their sailors um, limes, and limes are a source of vitamin C, and they outlived all the other sailors from different countries who didn't get limes, who just ate uh, pork out of barrels, right? Uh, barreled pork is what they ate, but there's no vitamin C in barrel pork. Mm-hmm. So vitamin C is absolutely, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an essential nutrient. It's an essential because you can't be healthy and live without it. Now, you're talking about some different items, so let's hit the list. You say yep. to double down on vitamin D. Tell us more. Yeah, well, what we call up here where I live, uh, we, call, we call winter not uh, flu and cold season or cold and flu season, but we call it vitamin D deficiency season because you get vitamin D from the sun. And when the sun goes down low and you don't get enough sunshine or you spend too much time indoors, or you don't run around naked enough, you don't get enough vitamin D. <laughs> and when you don't get enough vitamin D, that knocks down your immune system. And then you get, and then the vi- that's why we get more viruses in winter than in summer. We get more sunshine in summer. We still don't mostly get enough, but, but uh, and so, yeah, very important in winter to take vitamin D and, and in, in large doses. You know, we used to be told when I started working in health, we were told, 400 units, never more than a thousand because you could overdose. And it turns out that it turns out that if you get somewhere between 5,000 and 50,000 units a day for 16 months, there are no side effects. I'm taking 10,000 units a day. I've not had a cold in four years. And I live in a seriously cold country. Where do you live, uh, Udo? Where do you live? I'm I'm in Vancouver, so West Coast. Oh, my God. uh, Yeah. So you're very cold up there. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, you're also talking about avoiding sugar and fruit. Why is that? Yeah. Well, because when you take a teaspoon of sugar, it says research, you can knock down your immune system uh, for five to eight hours. And in those five to eight hours that your immune system isn't competent, the bugs eat you. They double, they double every, like a, you know, if a virus gets into a cell, it makes 200 copies of itself in the cell and then blows up the cell. And now you've got 200 viruses looking for cells to go into. And that happens really fast when you don't have protection. Sugar, sugar kills your protection against that. So when it, whenever you start getting, you know, uh, even if you got the hint of something, either you get a little congestion or you get a little bit of sore throat, 
no sugar, no no fruit. Eat greens till they're coming out of your ears. Eat seeds and nuts. <laughs> no carbs, as, as little as possible carbs, and uh, and then you know save your save your love of fruit for a time when you don't have a cold. What uh, you talk about? Chew a protease capsule. What is that? Yeah, protease. Protease is a protein digesting enzyme. So if you get a digestive enzyme, then uh, like an, an enzyme blend for digestion that has protease in it, and they digest the proteins. Very important to digest proteins because if you don't digest them, then you can get food allergies and all kinds of problems from it. So the protease, why the protease is such a good thing is the viruses, the cold viruses and flu viruses, even COVID, uh, they have protein coats. And if, if, you, if the virus, if a, if a protease enzyme gets to the protein coat of the virus, it digests the protein coat off the virus and puts the virus out of commission. So, so uh, I do that as soon as I get a sore throat. I literally take a capsule of, of digestive enzymes, dump it, mm-hmm. open it, and dump it in my mouth, and then swish it around my mouth and swallow it. Make sure it goes everywhere in my mouth because what mm-hmm. I'm doing is I'm picking off the viruses before they have a chance to get into my cells. And then it takes a huge load off the digestive system. Wow. Now you also talk about, yeah, you talk about keep flushing your sinuses. Uh, tell us more yeah, about that. Yeah, that's you know that's kind of like you know if you have a garbage bucket and you you mm-hmm. clean it out with a garden hose, this is this is the equivalent. You know, hose your nose. <laughs> this is what I say, right? And what you do mm-hmm. is you you run water in. You know, you put your head up to the side, you run water up the 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 one nostril and you drain it out the other, and then you turn around and you do it the other way. And you're literally, what you're doing is you're cleaning out the back of your nose because that's where they like to hang out. So, again, you're washing them out before they have a chance to get into your cells. What and, about and products because, like, like uh, Navage and others who um, yeah. promote that? Uh, do you recommend those? Yes, that's, that's, what, that's exactly what they're for, is to clean out okay. the, your, the, the back of your, of your nose uh, because, you know, the bugs like to live there. It's a nice, warm place for them. You know, it's mm. not good for you, but it's good for them. So you hose them on. Tell us about omega-3 oil, uh, the fuel for fighting the <laughs> flu. Yeah, omega-3. I was just reading last night again. You know, omega-3s uh, uh, in, in, and vitamin D and vitamin A are exceptionally important for immune function. And they, in, you know, the omega-3s inhibit the over-response of the immune system in autoimmune diseases. So very helpful. And most people, like 99% of the population, doesn't get enough omega-3s for optimum health. 99. This is the biggest essential nutrient deficiency of our time is omega-3. You know, for vitamin D, it's only about 60, 70 to 80%. For omega-3, it's 99%. Now, uh, what about herbs, uh, Udo? What about herbs? Oh, there's a ton of herbs. All the the all of the really really good herbs have antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial, anti-cholesterol, anti-inflammatory, anti-cardio, and anti-diabetic and anti-lupus benefits. Included in those, particularly turmeric, black seed, which comes from the Middle East. Garlic is really good. Garlic is also really good for social distancing because nobody likes the smell of garlic. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so that's what I use for social distancing. Ginger is really good. 
and then citrus is also good and uh so those are those are a few i i use mm -hmm. all of them cayenne can be helpful um what else cinnamon can be helpful um there's something called amla which comes from india's indian gooseberry that's that's got a lot of vitamin c and antioxidants in it and mm -hmm. uh, oh cloves cloves are very powerful antioxidants so these are some of the herbs that are that are helpful to not only fighting cold and flu, but preventing it from happening in the first place. Uh, yeah, you've given us some great tips. Where can our listeners uh, get more information about all this we've been discussing, Udo? Yeah, the best place to go is uh, florahealth.com slash Udo. So F-L-O-R-A, Flora Health, health like being healthy. Florahealth.com slash Udo. Okay, we're going to link to that and encourage people to check that out. And uh, great tips. Thank you for the work you do and look forward to having you back on soon. And uh, folks, take advantage of these very good recommendations. All right, quick time out. We'll take care of some business. More Ringside Politics coming your way. We'll be right back. Tired of your glasses fogging up when you go outside? When you drink coffee, open the oven or the dishwasher? Well, I've got your answer. The Clear Stuff, the best anti-fog eyeglass cleaner. It's also anti-static. The Clear Stuff is especially designed for any anti-reflective coating because it usually has an oily film making it hard to clean. But not with the Clear Stuff. You just need to apply to your glasses once every few days. And after you apply it, use a clean microfiber cloth to avoid scratching your lens. The Clear Stuff is your all-in-one lens cleaner. It keeps your glasses cleaner for longer and fills in those small scratches on glasses to increase optimal clarity. It also can be used for sunglasses, goggles, phones, computer screens, and televisions. To order the Clear Stuff today at theclearstuff.com. Three different sizes starting at $9.99 and if you order now on our website we'll offer a massive discount. 25% off the one ounce and two ounce jars. So order yours today at theclearstuff.com, theclearstuff.com, where vision meets clarity, clear eyewear. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee Guarantee it. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. When I'm hungry late at night, there's only one place that I go. TikTok Cafe. This 24-hour diner is a perfect casual place to chow down. It's tucked away at the corner of Causeway Boulevard and South I-10 Service Road in the heart of Metairie. This funky little cafe has been a neighborhood favorite since 1999. There's daily lunch specials and delicious dinner entrees such as hearty burgers, Cajun seasoned pork chops, sirloin steaks, and the always popular 
country fried steak. But I love TikTok Cafe because it has breakfast 24 hours a day. From pancakes to corned beef hash, the breakfast menu is loaded with all your favorite items. Whether you're a sweet or savory breakfast eater, TikTok Cafe has something for you. For more information, check out their Facebook page at TikTok Cafe Metairie. You can always dine in or call for delivery at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. TikTok Cafe. Always ready to serve you. If it's in the news, we're on it. Ringside politics with a punch. Come out swinging now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. want to thank uh, Udo Erasmus and I uh, want to thank him for the work he does uh, about health and wellness, and uh, we appreciate having him on. Uh, now, uh, we'll get back to your phone calls in a second, 504-556-9696. A little comic relief here. Here is uh, Nancy Pelosi telling us, hey, folks, we all just need to be grateful, just grateful for Joe Biden. Let's check out clip number six. Let's just take it to the kitchen table about people's health, financial well-being, their freedom to live their lives, and again, the opportunity that Joe Biden has given them. (laughs) So, yes, the opportunity for more debt, the opportunity for more crime, the opportunity for more drugs, the opportunity for more illegals, the opportunity for more terrorism, uh, that kind of opportunity. Yes, the opportunity. And uh, she also uh, says (laughs) in this clip that uh, Biden has brought down the debt. That's ridiculous. Uh, The debt has skyrocketed under Joe Biden. Uh, We've had $6.2 trillion added to the national debt. We just crossed $34 trillion in debt. Let's check out clip number seven. If you look at the graph of inflation afterwards, it literally goes straight down. It does. And And also, there was deficit reduction uh, um, the reduction of the, for the national debt in the legislation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, deficit reduction. Sure. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's a bizarro world. I mean, they're telling us everything that is not the case. Uh, everything's upside down, folks. And finally, uh, you know, January 6th, we heard from Jake Lang. It's a three-year anniversary coming up on Saturday. And uh, Joe Biden is busy studying uh, with historians. When asked, well, what historians was he talking to about January 6th? Uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre couldn't even name them. Now, we got a lot of phony historians out there. Doris Kearns Goodwin and Michael Beschlosh. I mean, foaming at the mouth, wokesters. Uh, real historians uh, are very uh, hard to come by, but uh, he, they couldn't even name any fake historians. Let's check out clip number eight. Is there a list of the scholars and historians that the press office said he had lunch with today so, in the lead-up to the January I, I don't have a list to share at this time. For, for folks who are not tracking, this afternoon the president met uh, or had lunch with a group of scholars and historians to discuss ongoing threats uh, to our democracy, whether here or and also abroad. Uh, this is something that he tends to uh, to do, uh, especially as we head in, uh, head towards a, you know uh, an important day like January 6th, so it's something that he, it is commonly done. He's done it. He's met with a diverse group of historians before. I don't have a list to provide to you uh, at this time. (laughs) Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, considering what our colleges and universities are producing, who knows what kind of wacko group uh, that he met with. 
504-556-9696. Our friend Mark is with us on the Best Bank, the West Bank in Gretna. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, man? Happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy New Year, Jeff. Yeah, and same to Mimi. Um, Thank you. Just wanted to say, yeah, I mean, look, I said it at the end of the year, and I'll say it at the beginning of this year, they've been waiting to, drone out to uh, roll out this uh, drone technology, Jeff. You know, at the end of the year, Latoya came out and straight up said, look, we're teetering with the idea. We want to get some public feedback, even though it doesn't really matter what you say. They're going to roll it out anyway. These drone cops, drone technology flying overhead, it's going to be very dystopian and Orwellian. And, um, you know, I, like I said, they weaponize the crime to the point where, you know, a lot of people think this is a good idea. But this is the fine line with that, Jeff. It's not to crack down on 16-year-old kids who are playing hooky, who don't have dads, who are breaking windows or breaking or burglarizing or doing criminal activity or, you know, in, in the morbid... Uh, example of the Linda Fricky case, you know, carjacking and killing people. It's 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 a long term uh, infrastructure for the mass surveillance program, and you know they they're going to get this in place be- through that fear from from people. The stories like Linda Fricky, and uh, you know, again, it's it's something to be concerned about. And I just want to give you a quick update too on the diversion project. Last time I brought yeah. it up on your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff, last time I brought it up on your show, there was a lawsuit in place uh, to stop it, but now that's being thrown out by the powers that be, the CPRA, uh, the federal agencies, and, and Baton Rouge is now saying they have the jurisdiction over Plaquemines Parish. The local affiliates, the local uh, parish president, even though he's really a puppet for all this Agenda 21 clear-out stuff, uh, they want to put in this industrial citizenless zone on the coastline and, um, you know, they want to put this diversion in place because they know it's going to kill seafood and, and open up a lot of real estate for them in val- valuable areas along the river and on the coast. So, yeah, right now the update is okay. the lawsuit's been thrown out, Jeff, and okay. the diversion's coming through. It hasn't wow. happened yet, but it's coming through there. It's that's gonna, uh, gonna a, that's a, disturbing. That's disturbing news, my friend. We're up against it, unfortunately. Stay in touch with us, Mark. Let's roll to the break. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune-in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO New Orleans. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden are delivering a New Year's message to the nation. Well, my hope is that everybody has a healthy, happy, and safe New Year. In a pre-recorded interview on ABC's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, President Biden expressed his optimism, stating that he wishes for everyone to recognize that the United States is in a better position than any country in the world to lead the world. The conflict between Israel and Hamas persists in the Gaza Strip. An Israeli forces spokesperson has indicated that the military offensive in Gaza might extend throughout 2024 as their forces prepare for an extended period of combat. Tensions in the Middle East escalated over the weekend when U.S. helicopters engaged in gunfire with Iran-backed Houthi rebels in the Red Sea. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu remains firm in rejecting any calls for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Tsunami alerts have been reduced in areas of Japan that were heavily affected by a significant magnitude 7.5 earthquake and subsequent powerful aftershocks. 
Residents in certain regions of west-central Japan have been taking refuge on elevated terrain as the recent earthquake-induced minor tsunamis. Various locations have reported damage, and local hospitals are actively providing treatment to the injured. California is making history by becoming the first state to provide health insurance to all undocumented migrants. Governor Gavin Newsom expressed to ABC News that he believes everyone should have access to high-quality, affordable health care coverage, regardless of income or immigration status. With over 2 million undocumented immigrants in California, experts estimate that extending health insurance to this population will incur an annual cost of over $3 billion for Californians. And a fatal shark attack occurred in Hawaii, resulting in the death of a 30-year-old man swimming in the waters off Maui. This is USA News. Well, some rains are coming up again tomorrow, but a beautiful day should be enjoyed today with an abundance of sunshine. However, chilly after lows of 30s to about 40 goes 50s. Tonight, another cold night, 30s and 40s. Early clouds start to build through the day tomorrow. A spotty morning shower and scattered midday and afternoon. Likely afternoon and evening and windy to low 60s. Saturday, Sunday, back to partly sunny skies. Each day will have highs near 60. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com. I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle.
The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punt and your host, Jeff Cruer. Jeff has 18 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff even has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten you, the listeners, the ones who opine weekdays right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Kuehr now at 556-9696. Welcome back. All right. We got a lot to do here this hour. I want to thank all of our friends uh, checking in with us at, uh, of course, WGSO.com, 9.90 a.m. on the Mixer app that you can download from our site and on Facebook Live at Central City News and Ringside Politics. Great to have all of you with us. Don't forget our podcast page. If you miss any part of today's program, you can check it out at WGSO.com under Ringside Politics Podcasts. And also, don't forget the website of the program, my last name, crewair.net. You can sign up for our newsletter, take our web poll about America's Greatest President. Check out our new video about Nikki Neocon Haley. Let me know what you think. Of course, information about the book, uh, our Keep the Republic plan, and uh, our Cassidy petition, and letter from President Trump, all at crewair.net. Hey, a great partner website that we always love promoting is thedeadpelican.com. And we're very pleased to have with us as one of our Ringside All-Stars, now joining us on Thursdays, the one and only publisher, Chad Rogers. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Jeff. Yeah, I had initially planned to talk about something else when coming on your show. And the, the thing I'm going to talk about, I'm going to get around talking to it eventually, but you, you had to go and mention Nikki Haley. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, <laughs> she is the most detestable candidate in the primary right now. I, I don't have a serious problem. You know, I mean, I look at the, I looked at the field candidates. They all had their pluses and minuses. But she's the only one I absolutely detest. And I tell you, I've heard, I've heard on talk radio more than once. I've heard it mentioned. The possibility of her being Donald Trump's running mate. I am saying right now on the record. If Donald Trump chooses her as his running mate, I absolutely will not vote for Donald Trump. I will be voting for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I'm not kidding. Okay? I, 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 I absolutely detest her. If Donald mm-hmm. Trump picking Nikki Haley as a running mate, that sends a, that, 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 that sends a message. I learned nothing from my first term, and I am a member of the swamp. Okay? Nikki Haley is toxic, and I'm sorry. I cannot get on board with Trump if he would choose her as a, as a running mate. Which I, I don't think he'll do that. I hope not. I don't either. I don't. Yeah. I, I hope and pray not. I agree with you. I mean, I think it would be a, a absolute disaster. It would. Uh, it would. Uh, you know, they were uh, talking about uh, her, and I think Vivek was saying that Nikki Haley would eat glass to be Donald Trump's uh, VP. 
And, yeah. uh, I mean, she, you know, no matter what she says about him, she'd love to be on the ticket. And then if I were Trump, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a warmongering neocon as my running mate. I mean, I'd be I'd be worried about Trump's safety, to be honest with you. Saying you don't feel comfortable comfortable with it that, that's, that's that's almost like an understatement. Saying it's it's uncomfortable. It's it, it's reprehensible choosing her as a mm-hmm. running mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just nothing right about it. Uh, anyway, I'm going to dismiss that as crazy talk from talk radio hosts. Uh, <laughs> okay. I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, I I I think he is pretty much. In fact, his own son said uh, there's no way he's going to do that. Donald Trump Jr. has come out well, against okay, that. Donald Trump Jr. would know. So that that, that makes you feel. Yeah, I, I don't think he would. So anyway, yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, the, the top so, website. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's talk about the, your website first, and I have some more questions about the, the presidential race. But what's uh, what's top at thedeadpelican.com this morning? Well, John Bell Edwards. John Bell Edwards to join New Orleans Law Firm. See, Jeff, you know, it's kind of amazing. I, I thought this country, at one time, the path of great wealth was innovation, entrepreneurship. But it seems like the path of great wealth these days is being a former governor or former president. Because, I tell you, John Bell Edwards, you know, it's an interesting history. When he was governor, I read a story that after he became governor, sometime during his tenure as governor, he finished paying off his student loans uh, in law school. He did that while he was governor. And now, he's going to go, like, I think he was just a small-time lawyer from Amy before he became governor. Now, he's going to be joining this law firm in New Orleans, which I assume is is prestigious, at least to some degree. And it seems like they are a law firm having something to do with, seems like their angle is is, is something to do with green energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And uh, the statement from one of the partners here at the law firm, he says, uh, we are thrilled to have the governor join our team. John Bell has, proven, has been a proven leader throughout his life, including his recent efforts to grow renewable energy sector in Louisiana. We are excited that he has chosen to join us in this next phase of his career. I'm guessing the next phase is going to be pretty lucrative, by the way, uh, for John Lowers. Uh, John Bell Edwards' statement, John Bell Edwards says, it has been the greatest honor of my lifetime to serve as governor of the state of Louisiana. I look forward to rejoining the legal profession and to continue to serve the state by establishing Louisiana as a leader in green energy while maintaining our commercial competitiveness. So this firm has something to do, I think, with promoting green energy or whatever. And uh, I'm guessing this is going to be a pretty good paying gig. Uh, you know, you're like, you're a former governor, yeah. former president. It's like, it's like, gonna, uh, it's like, you're a former governor, it's like, okay, now it's time, this is, he's done with his tenure as governor, now this is where the real fun starts. This is where the real money rolls in, I guess. You know? No, you're right. He he's going to cash in, and he he pushed a lot of green energy projects. I mean, he's a typical liberal Democrat. I mean, what do they push? They push uh, climate change, green energy, open yeah. borders, higher taxes, big government. I mean, yeah. So he's in line with all of that, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, he's got yeah. a nice gig. He's got a nice gig at a New Orleans law firm, which I, I, I'm guessing is going to be paying very well. Probably better than probably a better paying gig than governor. Uh, probably, probably the best paying gig he's had in his whole life because being a yeah, he'll get, means he'll get to pay off a lot of student loans with that money. Mm-hmm. His, his student loans were already paid off. I read, I think it was a top pick you, and I read it okay. that, like right. I, I read it his. It was during his tenure as governor that student loans were paid off. Isn't that interesting? 
So there you go, John Bell Edwards. Now, uh, I did have, and speaking of this whole green energy issue, I had on an expert earlier in the week, actually yesterday. We've only had two shows this week. So, yeah, on uh, Wednesday uh, from the CO2 Coalition, uh, talking about uh, all of these projects here in Louisiana for what they call carbon capture. And uh, this is where they you know they pump uh, CO2 uh, into you know caverns below the surface, and this is supposed to remove dangerous CO2 from the uh, atmosphere and save our planet, reduce global temperatures, fight global warming. And we've got all these projects here in Louisiana. We just got approval from the EPA, and and then you had Jeff Landry and others celebrating it as a positive and saying you know this is great for Louisiana. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, that sounds like John Bell Edwards. I mean, uh, that sounds like, uh, you know, this is uh, coming from the Democrat Party. Uh, The gentleman I had on was talking about the benefits of CO2, talking about uh, we need more CO2. We don't need less. CO2 is important for uh, plant growth, uh, for a vibrant uh, planet. And uh, we're talking about something that's only 0.04% in the atmosphere anyway. So. All of this is, I mean, I'm sorry, frankly, nonsense to me, but uh, they're celebrating it as some kind of a big uh, economic bonanza because I'm sure they're going to be pumping lots of money into these crazy projects, and, and now we're going to be doing it here in the red state of Louisiana. It's sort of sad. Yeah, I got a, I got a story on my website, the left-hand column here, um, public outcry gets carbon capture in Louisiana growing. It uh, apparently is, is a subject of controversy. Uh I didn't look at the story too closely, but it's there. I'm going to uh, check it out. You want to check it out on my website. But uh, apparently not everybody's happy about the carbon capture stuff. Um, it's um, Well, count me as one of those who's not happy with it. And uh, I think it's a boondoggle. Yeah. It says, uh, it says in the story here, communities across south Louisiana want to protect themselves from what they consider to be a risky and possibly dangerous prospect of having tons of carbon dioxide injected underground to reduce the nation's greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, Louisiana at least twenty has at least twenty carbon dioxide storage projects in planning and development stages. So, planning development stages. Uh, no such projects have yet been built in Louisiana. Um, built in Louisiana. There are worries about the safety and efficiency of CCS after the 20, a twenty twenty leak of a carbon pipeline in um, uh, Satartia, Mississippi. Sent 45 people to the hospital, so apparently it was some kind of a leak with the carbon capture system, and people went to the hospital. I don't know. I, I haven't followed this too closely, but apparently, apparently there's some con- there's some controversy attached to it. Uh, you can look at the web uh, the site uh, the link on my website, media.talk.com. Uh, it's, it's, it's a public outcry against carbon capture. Uh, I admit it's something I haven't followed too closely, but I apparently need to follow it closely more. But um, well, you know, when uh, when uh, the governor-elect celebrated it online, I know a lot of people um, commented negatively, uh, which is, you know, interesting because, you know, by and large, people are excited about him becoming governor, excited about a new direction for the state. I mean, I wrote a column about, you know, good riddance to uh, Louisiana's uh, left-wing governor, John Bell Edwards. I mean, I think the guy's been yeah. a disaster. So... You know, obviously, Jeff Landry is going to be a big, big improvement in a lot of areas, but I don't want to see him falling for this nonsense. I really don't. Well, 
Well, like I said, I, I'm not quite sold on Jeff Landry yet. I mean, I like what I've, like, I, like I said, Jeff, I'm getting some deja, deja, deja vu with Jeff Landry. He's a guy who talks a really good, so far he's said some really good stuff. He's talked a good game. He seems to have a lot of potential, but, you know, this, this place where him feels very familiar. You got a new governor, uh, seems fiery, has a lot of ideas, okay. But, like I said, this feels like familiar territory, Jeff. Uh, once again, I'm not saying, I'm not declaring, I'm not going to sit here and declare Jeff Landry a failure before he takes office. No, I, I, I'm willing to give Jeff, I, I'm willing to give him a chance, okay? That's all I'm saying. And, and I wish him well. I hope he does great. But, uh, you know, look, I, I don't take anything on faith. The politician has to prove himself to me, okay? Uh, I don't, yeah. Jeff mm-hmm. Landry being elected, I don't assume the best days are ahead of us because Jeff Landry won an election. I, I, I can't, I don't assume anything, okay? I just, I'm sorry, I'm too cynical. I'm way too bitter and cynical to believe that, you know, mm-hmm. Je- yeah. Jeff Landry. I believed that about a certain other politician many years ago, that, that a, certain poli- a certain guy who won for governor, I thought Louisiana's best days ahead of us when Bobby Jindal won. And I was made, I was made to look like a fool. Cause I, I, was a, I was a big believer in Bobby Jindal, and I was made a fool of, okay? I'm not going to be made a fool of again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I can say. All right, I hear you. I mean, trust but verify, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got to see what uh, what happens. Yeah. All right, hang on. A lot more to come. Uh, Chad Rogers with us. We'll also open up our phone lines, 504-556-9696. Any topic you want to address, fair game. We will be talking about the legacy of John Bell Edwards. He gave a farewell address uh, here this week. Bernie Pinsonat was quoted uh, about John Bell Edwards, and we'll share some of that. Uh, Chad Rogers with us, Jeff Career here. Ringside on the airwaves on WGSO. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face all right folks rolling along here whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again it's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. 
Would free money help your business? The U.S. government has $80 billion available to fund small businesses. As long as you have W-2 employees, you could be eligible for the employee retention credit. This could be up to $26,000 for each W-2 employee that you kept on the payroll for 2020 and 2021. To get started, email me at jeff at ringsidepolitics.com. Your company name and address, your type of business, and the number of employees you have. At no cost to you, our CPAs will confidentially review your company's payroll information from 2020 and 2021 and within a week be able to tell you how much of a refund your company can expect to get back. You only pay a fee if and when you receive this refund. This is not a loan, so claim your refund now without doing the complex paperwork yourself. Our experts are ready to help you file your application now. Nonprofits and charities can also qualify. For more information, visit ringsidepolitics.com. That's ringsidepolitics.com. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Who dat? Wanna say what? Say it on Ringside Politics with a Punch. Call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Welcome back. Uh, it's Ringside Politics here with the weekday 7 to 11. Jeff Cruer with you. And, uh, of course, we thank all of you for uh, joining us each and every day on the program. We bring on a Ringside All-Star on Thursdays now. We're going to be joined by the publisher of TheDevPelican.com, our friend Chad Rogers. And, uh, Chad, uh, we're looking back eight years of Governor John Bell Edwards. He just gave his uh, farewell address in a meet. He says he's going back home to a meet. I guess he's going to be commuting to a New Orleans law firm or working out of uh, a meet, probably spent a lot of time in D.C. and flying all over for them. Uh, So as you go back and look at his legacy, uh, how would you grade him, Chad Rogers, as our governor? Oh, man, I don't know. um, It's difficult to give a grade. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I I think he passed some the bad policies, but uh, you know, the Republican legislature was there to, to sort of stand in his way to, to prevent him from doing too much damage. Um, as far as tax and actual grade, I don't know. I would maybe a C or a D. Maybe um, I um, I can't. It, 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 it weirds the sounds. I kind of I don't detest him like I did Bobby General because John Bolivar. Look, his policies might have been wrong-headed. They might have been bad for the state, but. I never doubted John Bowers seemed like John Bowers seemed to have good intentions. Now the road to hell is paved with good intentions, as they say. A person right. could have good intentions and still screw everything up. That's entirely mm-hmm. possible. But compared but Bobby General to me he seemed like a purely self serving opportunist. I can't say that about John Bowers. He seemed like he seemed like, you know he seemed to have the state's well being in mind. Now whether now whether or not John Bellover has accomplished that at it's debatable. He probably I would say he didn't accomplish that. But I think he uh I think he wanted what was best for the state. I don't think he got it. But I think, you know, as far as well, compared to Bobby General, his intentions at least, I mm-hmm. think, were more noble 
Mm-hmm. They were more pure than Bobby Jindal, to put it like that. My opinion. Okay. Well, uh, that's an interesting perspective, and I certainly respect that. Uh, my grade for him would be an F. Uh, and it would be an F because uh, we were lied to about him. Uh, we were lied to. We were told he was some kind of conservative Democrat uh, who was, you know, pro-life, pro-gun, uh, someone who's going to be, you know, pro-fiscal responsibility. And it turned out, you know, he wasn't really pro-gun. He wasn't really pro-life. He certainly wasn't pro-fiscal responsibility. I mean, we added big time to the uh, debt you know, also what he did was he added a lot of restrictions during COVID, a big believer in mandates. Uh, in yeah. his farewell address, he was talking about how, you know, we had a great team during COVID and we you know, were blessed to be, you know, all these health leaders. And I'm thinking all we had to do is follow what Florida did. <laughs> I mean, uh, look at look at yeah. what Florida did. I mean, they, they had a, a tremendous record during COVID. Uh, they grew during COVID. Their businesses were open. I mean, we did the opposite here. Uh, so his record during COVID was horrible. His uh, economic record is horrible. The, the big key factor, I think, in grading uh, an economy is did you grow your business climate? Did you grow your population? And we've got the, the second highest per capita uh, out-migration rate in the country. Yeah, uh, well. Per capita, we're below just uh, New York. And in the last three years, we've had 84,000 people leave Louisiana. And this is as we're surrounded by states that are booming. Mm. So, I mean, he has been a disaster for our economy, a disaster for our rights, a disaster for our state. So I have to give him an F. I really do. My reason for giving him a D is because, I mean, when you say those questions, is is our state's economy growing? Is our population growing? The answer to that question, Louisiana, has always been no throughout my lifetime. So I can't really, I mean, in that case, every governor gets it out in my lifetime, pretty much. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I think basically losing and losing population and having a stagnant economy has been kind of the norm, no matter who the governor is. So I don't think he's special in that regard. So for that reason, I give him a D as opposed to an F. Uh, okay. D is not much better. But I know. It's a passing grade, though. It's a passing grade. Yeah, yeah. So I, I flunk him, and uh, I'm just glad he's leaving. Uh, that's where I, I wrote the column, Good Riddance. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the fact that he's gone. And, you know, you I think Jeff Landry's going to be an improvement. You can write that column about every governor pretty much in the last 30 years. Though, <laughs> <couldn't> you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I think the last good governor we had was John McKithen, and that was uh, in the 60s. So, yeah, that was before I was born, so I mean. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think we had some governors, as you say, with good intentions, but as you say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. Dave Treen had good intentions. I think Buddy Romer had good intentions. Yep. I thought Mike Foster was pathetic from day one. I thought Bobby yep. Jindal was a liar and a self-promoter and just all about his own career. So, yeah, I mean, Kathleen Blanco, a nice lady, just overwhelmed, and, you know, Edwin Edwards, I mean, a, a you know, rogue, crook, uh, charismatic guy. Yeah. And then this guy, you know, just a typical liberal Democrat, really. Yep. So, yep. I mean, we, we, you know, we desperately need good leadership, and, I mean, I'm praying that John, uh, Jeff Landry can can be that kind of governor. I mean, Arkansas, look at what uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is doing there. She's doing some great things. Look at what Ron DeSantis did in Florida. Look at what uh, other uh, governors have done. Tennessee has grown. North Carolina has grown. Georgia, 
has grown. Alabama's grown. Mississippi now, they're talking about getting rid of their income tax, uh, Chad. I mean, they're really going to start competing with us and taking more from us. Yeah, well, so, the really sad thing is if Jeff Landry, if Jeff Landry just maintained the status quo, in other words, if, if Jeff Landry, if things simply didn't get worse, and, and if, uh, if things stayed the same and didn't get worse, Jeff Landry would be an improvement. If he didn't improve anything, if he just prevented it from getting worse, that would kind of like almost be in a weird way. Now, I, I, want, him to, I want things to get better under Landry, okay? I don't want to maintain the status quo. But uh, I don't know, man. Things have been so bad. All right. Just, just preventing <laughs> things from getting worse would be kind of like a weird, kind of weird achievement. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be watching closely. All right, uh, Chad Rogers with us, Jeff Career here on Talk Line 504-556-9696. Let's welcome our friend Matthew in Metairie, who's with us. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Jeff. And good, good morning. Good morning. Good to hear from you on this morning. sunny but cold Thursday. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, we talk about Jeff Landry. I sometimes get the same sort of feeling about uh, Donald Trump because I do remember during the last term he uh, passed a ban on bump stocks. He did initiate uh, Project Warp Speed. Uh, but all that aside, and I'm hoping that at some point somebody makes him answer those questions, uh, all that aside, he's still the best option our country has that has a chance of winning. Because we're not going to get a true conservative elected, uh, you know, like a Ted Cruz, simply because the country will reject him. Uh, so, as Ryan's previous says, they always say we're needing somebody like this, you know, some secularist to run for office and win. And we got one, and they're all complaining. <laughs> there you go. So, Jeff, you were uh, before we you went on your long uh, months long hiatus. <laughs> okay. uh, you had said something that the uh, Republican committees were going to be having elections, and that people were going to be uh, lining up to run for uh, uh, parish uh, committee men. Have you seen any of these people? Uh, yes, uh, we're going to be uh, highlighting uh, in the weeks ahead, and the election is going to be March 23rd, uh, a group uh, of folks that are going to be running in Jefferson Parish. Uh, they're going to be running as conservatives and running uh, as uh, not rhinos or establishment Republicans, but to try to uh, bring some conservatism to the Jefferson Parish uh, Executive Committee and to make sure that the endorsements don't go for people like Joe Stagney, who supported, uh, you know, biological boys playing against uh, girls in sports. And well, he, uh, he got the endorsement of the Republican Party in Jefferson Parish. Yeah, he also supported the uh, gender transition uh, surgeries under the... Uh, the notion that it was a parental rights thing, uh, which, as far as and I know, and a host of other liberal parental rights. Yeah, a host of other liberal uh, causes he's gotten behind, and you know, uh, hey, I know him personally. I mean, I I, I like him personally. I think he's uh, an affable guy, uh, and uh, I think he's a hard worker. 
I know he works hard in his campaigns, and I think he's got some good qualities, but I, I, I don't like his positions on a lot of issues. I just disagree with him. So the Republican Party shouldn't be endorsing candidates like that, in my view. Oh, I, so we're going to be we're going to be supporting uh, parish executive committee candidates that are going to take a different stance. So right, and, we'll be um, we'll be announcing you, you that soon. The issue, then you have the issue of uh, uh, Congress and uh, the uh, there are people who are running for Congress, but the only place I'm seeing them currently is on Dinesh D'Souza's uh, podcast. And I think Jamie Ellison is running again for Dan Crenshaw's seat. I'm not sure, though, because he's not actually said on his gap posts that he's running for Dan Crenshaw's seat. He just tells us Dan Crenshaw is bad. Okay, we, we got that. <laughs> or what are you going to do about it? Because you live there. I don't. <laughs> Right. And, uh, yeah, I think it's important. I, I, on my TV program, I highlighted uh, the other day uh, Ted Harvey, who's running for Congress in uh, Colorado yeah, in District 4. And, yeah, he's uh, running in he, the same seat, uh, the same race that uh, Lon Boebert's running in. Well, when I interviewed him, he was uh, not competing against Lauren Boebert, and then Lauren Boebert decided to move to a district she doesn't live in and run there. So uh, I think she's going to have a hard road in that district because she doesn't live there. So we'll see. They I might. mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I like her, uh, but, um, you know, I think she's been inv involved in some sort of personal issues that uh, maybe will turn off some voters. All I know is I, I can vouch for Ted Harvey. He is the real deal. He's a MAGA Republican, and uh, he's a great candidate. Uh, so I'm going to be bringing on candidates, believe me, my friend. Uh, let me get Chad back in on this. Thank you, sir. That is right, Matthew and Metairie. Uh, Chad, any comments, sir? Well, one thing you say is that Trump should have to answer for uh, the Operation Warp Speed. My understanding of that is... Operation War Speed was just like a speedy development of the vaccines, wasn't it? Right, yeah, and uh, to but try to get the vaccines done as quickly as possible. Which I don't see a problem with that. I, I have a problem with vaccine mandates, but as far as developing the vaccine and offering it to people as an option, I don't have a problem with that. No, I, I have a big problem with vaccine mandates. But, I mean, I don't see a problem with just, like, you know, speeding up development of the vaccines and saying, here, it's an option if you want it. If you don't, that's fine. I don't see a problem with that. So as far as Operation Warp Speed, I don't see a problem with that because, once again, all we're talking about is development of a vaccine to offer people as an option, not to force it on people. That's fine. Yeah, we should never force uh, masks or vaccines on anyone ever again. No, we should And, uh, no, yeah, that, no. that's Biden. And, and that's John Bell Edwards. I mean, that's what these Democrats yeah. do. They want mandates. <laughs> they yeah. want to force us to follow what they want. And, uh, yeah. you know, the science and all of this proved that uh, the masks didn't work. And I'm sorry, the vaccines really, for most people, didn't work. And it, well, in fact, I, I, led, I know, led, to a lot of, uh, led to a lot of side effects. And I think killed people, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten the vaccines. I've never caught COVID. And I've never had the side effects of the vaccines. Now, say I didn't catch COVID. I'm not, I'm not saying the vaccines prevented me from catching COVID. I can't say that. But my, my take on it is like, you know, I've been vaccinated. Have you got COVID? The vaccine didn't give any problems. I, I don't see, for me personally, I don't see any reason for me to avoid the vaccines. Now, that, but that's a personal choice. 
And, uh, no, everybody should make their own choice. That's what I think. Right. And my choice is to avoid it like the plague. So, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just my choice. All right, hang on. We're going to come back to more of your phone calls, 504-556-9696. It's Ringside Radio in the Airwaves on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Open line on the program. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Tico Fox. Term-limited Governor John Bell Edwards used his farewell address last night to highlight his accomplishments. In his last public appearance, Edwards says the state is in much better shape than it was eight years ago, and the best evidence to support that statement is the state's finances. When I took office, the state had a $2 billion deficit and a grand total of $400 million in the budget stabilization fund. I'm leaving with a balanced budget and more than $3 billion in two reserve accounts. Big battle in Congress over funding for Ukraine versus stronger immigration policies along the southern border. House Speaker Mike Johnson and about 60 House Republicans visited the border in Texas, and the Bossier Parish Republican told reporters it's time for Senate Democrats and the president to impose new restrictions on asylum seekers. If President Biden wants a supplemental spending bill focused on national security, it better begin by defending America's national security. LRN. Medicaid members, keep your coverage. Update your address, email address, and cell phone number to receive information regarding your benefits. Act now. If you get a letter from Louisiana Medicaid, read it and respond as soon as possible. For more information or to update your info, call the number on your insurance card or visit healthy.la.gov. That's healthy.la.gov. Remember to update all required information before Medicaid deadlines so you don't lose your coverage. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Are you tired of cookie-cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madley Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. You know, they say opinions are like, you know, flowers. Call 556-9696. Call Ringside Politics with a Punch and Jeff Cruer now. You know, we just heard from uh, John Bell Edwards uh, there in that clip, uh, you know, crowing about how he's, uh, you know, grown government and uh, brought in uh, more money. Uh, The only thing he didn't bring in is more jobs and business. 
so when you have the second highest out migration rate in the nation, you are failing miserably, and especially when your southern neighbors are growing. We have the benefits of climate. We have the benefits of uh, the history and the culture and the architecture and the food and the people and everything here. I mean, we should be uh, just overwhelmed with people uh, coming here. But it's not the case. Uh, Chad Rogers with us, publisher of thedeppelican.com. And uh, Chad, welcome back, sir. So, yeah, it's the uh, victory lap for John Bell Edwards' time now as he takes this job where he's going to bring in green energy projects to Louisiana. Well, Jeff, you say, you say John Bell Edwards is not pro-business. I mean, the New Orleans Saints is a business, and you saw the billboard. You saw the billboard. You saw what the billboard said. Thank you, John Bell Edwards, for 30 more years in New Orleans Saints. <laughs> did you see the billboard? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, yeah I know, did. Mm-hmm. He's pro-business. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. saving the Saints. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Said, yeah. I, I think, I think uh, you saw another billboard somewhere that said about thank you for uh, expansion of the ice wall or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. He's riding highways. Mm-hmm. Solid traffic. And then I mean, I'm, uh, being, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, of course. I know. Right. Yes. We we can <laughs> we can gather that, and yeah. uh, I think. You got to have some kind of sense of humor when you look at this whole thing. I mean, it's so infuriating. We'll share some yeah. of these emails uh, in a second. Uh, let's take some more calls. 504-556-9696. Our friend Jesse checking in with us on the North Shore. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. I say that with a caveat. Uh, individual blessings to all, but every single prognosticator that I follow says that collectively we're in for a really rough time. So I will say individual blessings to everyone for a good new year. Thank um, you. Same to you. Same to you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, my friend. Uh, you guys are discussing John Bell Edwards. I read an article right before the end of the year that John Bell Edwards gave us one final middle finger as he exits the office by pardoning 40 murderers in this state. Horrible. Yeah, I don't know if you guys, Horrible. did you guys cover that yet? or I, I included I that in my column, Good Riddance to Louisiana's left-wing governor, and that was one of the items that I included in there, that he was a big believer in releasing criminals from prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As usual, well done, my friend. 40 murderers. Uh, yeah. If you're the family of those victims, I don't think you're very happy with John Bell Edwards and society as a whole is not benefited from John Bell Edwards action in that regard and in many of his other actions, the whole COVID lockdown, malarkey, a lot of, a lot of other things. The guy's a, uh, he's a left winger. Um, he wants men competing with women in sports. Are you serious? Look, this mm-hmm. is a woke joke, this guy. Good riddance. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, I would elaborate on more of these things about the prognosticators. If, if there's time, I'll just give you yeah. one. Because Go ahead. I'll call you back at a later time and we'll discuss it further. I don't know if you're familiar with Cliff High. Many people might have heard of the guy who used to work for Microsoft in the 90s. And he developed mm-hmm. a program that tracks the Internet. All of the phrases used, the words... He predicted an event on 9-11. I, I think some people may remember this because it came out afterward. Now Cliff High is saying that on February 18th, there's going to be a significant event. He doesn't pinpoint what or how or when or why or who. But he, he uses his program 
and he the same program, and he's predicting a significant event for February 18th. So maybe we can all stay tuned to this. You know, I'd, I'd say give it a day or two window. But uh, if something does go right. down significant, we'll 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 know the guy's do, credible. Do me a favor. What uh, Cliff? How do you spell his last name? H Y or H I G H? You said hi. H-I-G-H. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, this is the second uh, name I've been given today to, to look up because our friend Bernard gave me the name Michelle Moore, and I'll check her out, and I'll check uh, him out as well, Jesse. So you've been following him. He's been on target with projections? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, he, he predicted 9-11 using that, his skill as a programmer to monitor the cloud, all internet words used uh, in post by the public, pr- pretty much the the uh, what you would call the public, the uh, public um, conscious unconsciousness. I mean, people say say things, they post things, but based on intuition and feelings. Anyway, he monitors the entire internet for phrases used, words used, and he makes conclusions from it. And he predicted nine eleven using that program. Uh, like I said, he was a high-level Microsoft employee. God knows what he's doing in that regard. So we'll follow that. The other thing he said is that they're going to run the stock market up to record highs, and when it can't be sustained anymore, probably around May of this year, it's going to come tumbling down. Now, that's that's not me. I'm just relating to you what a fairly credible source has said mm-hmm. based on his research and his methods. Okay, He's not a stock market analyst. He monitors the internet. So um, anyway, those are some things we can watch for. Uh, like I said, I will call back again, and we'll discuss more things. And I uh, wish you two guys a great day. Keep up the good work, both of you. All right, my friend. Thank you, Jesse, on the North Shore. So what he's talking about uh, that this gentleman is predicting is uh, what they call a black swan event some kind of an event that's going to have uh, massive implications. Now, it can be positive, but it can be uh, very negative, and we've seen others in the past. Uh, I would assume 9-11 would qualify as one of those. Uh, financial, uh, you know, stock market uh, collapse. We had the financial collapse of 2008, where we almost had a total financial meltdown. You know, we've had stock market crashes, uh, Black Monday, and you know, you've had uh, various other foreign policy, uh, national security events. So, be interesting to see. Uh, Chad, your thoughts, sir? Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I don't put a lot of stock in prognosticators. He said that the guy predicted 9-11. I, I, I would like to know the details of that. If he, if he predicted that Osama bin Laden was going to be, it was going to engineer a terrorist attack, on, if, he's, if he's predicted that specific day, September 11, 2001, now that would be impressive. Now, if he just said... One day, terrorists are going to fly a passenger jet into a skyscraper. That's that's kind of vague. You know, I've seen how these prognosticators work. They'll, they'll put out a prediction like that, like terrorists one day are going to fly a plane to a skyscraper. And if you, say, if you, if you make gloom and doom predictions every day, if you make 20 gloom and doom predictions per day, by law of averages, one of them is going to come true, okay? Because it's just a crazy world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so if you just said one day hijackers are going to fly a plane to a skyscraper, well, that's not – that doesn't mean – you predicted that, and suddenly it happened. Well, I mean, gloom and doom prognosticators. This is how they operate. They're, they, by sheer volume, by sheer amount of predictions, one or two of them come come through eventually. 
you know, they, they, they will constantly remind you of the ones that came true. The ones that didn't come true just sort of, well, we don't talk about those, you know. And I've seen this kind of crap with Alex Jones. Um, you know, so I'm not, I'm kind of skeptical when it comes to those kind of prognosticators. So, I mean, it, it, it's something interesting. Go ahead and check him out, by all means. But I, I, I'm skeptical when it comes to that kind of stuff. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. Chad Rogers with us, Jeff Career here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Let's get our final break in. We'll come back and uh, wrap it up next right here on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. We'll open up our email back. It's Jeff at WGSO.com, Jeff at WGSO.com. And your phone calls welcome, 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. All right, folks, our final second. Tragically, countless lives and souls have been lost through the chastisements plaguing the world, from which Our Lady could have spared us. The world continues to build up a tremendous debt, not just financially, but above all morally, provoking the justice of God, and there will be a terrible price to pay for it if we do not invoke Our Lady in the precise way shown to us by heaven, to intervene on our behalf with the inestimable merits of her immaculate heart. Learn the truth at Fatima.org. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, were we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch2usa.com switch to usa.com for over three decades and thousands of weddings and receptions the four columns has dedicated itself to making every occasion the perfect occasion this family-run business takes pride in providing delicious food elegant surroundings and attention to detail if you're looking for a venue for your rehearsal baby shower birthday party seminar award banquet business gathering luncheon the four columns is a perfect place they also provide on-site and off-site catering and have worked with thousands of businesses 
businesses throughout the New Orleans area. Experience the difference of the four columns at 3711 West Bank Expressway in Harvey. For more information, check out fourcolumns.com or call 340-4109. That's 340-4109. The Four Columns, providing delicious food, elegant surroundings, a professional staff, and a true New Orleans experience. Let us make you, your family, and your friends true guests at The Four Columns. Well, it's been established. Ringside politics with a punch doesn't pull any. Let loose and call now, 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Welcome back. Jeff Career here. Chad Rogers with his publisher of TheDeadPelican.com. Our uh, email address is uh, jeff at wgso.com, jeff at wgso.com. And I want to just share a few of these quickly. Uh, Jerry writes in, uh, Jeff, evidently John Bell Edwards said his greatest challenge as governor was dealing with the coronavirus. When he illegally shut down the state and destroyed God knows how many Louisiana citizen lives and businesses. Anyhow, he's talking like he successfully navigated the state through such a trying time. And yet not one reporter ever asked this blankety-blank. How did his virus policy financially affect him or any of those other people standing behind him whenever he did those stupid weekly press conferences? Naturally, he's now off to be paid a fortune doing absolutely nothing. That is uh, Jerry's comments. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. And uh, Doug writes in, uh, Jeff, uh, everything uh, concerning the open borders is delivered by the Democrat Party. The bold lies to our faces just get bolder. And they're 75% welfare-dependent voters by 2032. And finally, uh, Anonymous writes in, uh, if the open border was bad for business, um, these people would be supporting politicians that want the border closed. Big money people like BlackRock and Vanguard see the flood of immigrants as being good for business. These immigrants will need clothes, food, places to live, and these big money people see dollar signs. Jeff at WGSO.com, the email address, uh, our talk line, 504-556-9696. And finally, one more here. Frazier says this, Jeff, I'm trying to look up Mike Johnson's campaign donors, and I come up with nothing. Do you have a list of his donors? Things are becoming very suspicious with this guy, and he's either completely ignorant of what's going on in this country, or he's another fraud Republican. And that is Frazier's comments. All right, uh, Chad Rogers, uh, any responses to our uh, comments here from the audience? Yeah, well, I'm not sure what he means about Mike Johnson. I mean, Mick, I think based on just what I've seen so far, and I haven't, maybe I haven't followed closely enough, he, he seems like kind of a mixed bag. Maybe I'm improvement over McCarthy, but kind of a mixed bag. Um, that's my overall impression. No, I, I, but I haven't, I need to look at it more closely. Um, but, you know, but 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 he's in a position where he's having to. Um, you know, Republicans have a, fair, a fairly narrow majority, number one, and and uh, I don't know. Maybe he's doing the best he can. I don't know. Like I say, he's got he's the Republican coalition in Congress is very narrow, and I'm sure there's a probably a fair amount of rhinos in there. Maybe he's doing the best he can. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. What do you think? I don't know. 
Yeah, and you, you know that, that narrow majority just got a lot narrower because they've lost three Republicans in the past two months. Uh, Kevin McCarthy resigned. A guy resigned uh, the other day to go take a job at a college. And then they kicked out George Santos. So they went from 222 to 219. So their majority is now 219 to 213. If Democrats win these three seats, Democrats will have 216. So then they've got like a one-vote majority. I mean, they need 218 to run the, the Congress of 435 members. They got 219 right now. So yeah. you're not kidding when you say he doesn't have much of a majority. I mean, we're talking the slimmest of slim majorities. You know, one vote majority now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you need 218, and he's got 219. And uh, three elections, three special elections coming up. And, so, uh, what, what, what happened with Santos was kind of a travesty. Uh, number, was, was, if it was a Democrat, number one, the dirt they found on Santos probably would have never been found if it was a Democrat, number one. Number two, if it had been found, he probably would have been, probably wouldn't have been expelled. Um. Not, not, not the Democrats had a narrow majority. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the Democrats would have voted him out. Do you think they would? Hell no. <laughs> they might have promoted him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Democrats don't do that. So, there you go. Yeah, Democrats, Dem Democrats don't do it. And uh, finally, uh, you've got the Epstein list uh, released partially and uh, a name that keeps showing up on the list, Bill Clinton. No surprise there, right, Chad? Well, no, no surprise. What do you mean on the list? What do you mean he went? He went out to Epstein's island, or what? What? What exactly? Well, uh, it's been verified now that he was there at least nine times and uh, flown on the uh, Lolita Express. Uh, he's in these documents as being an Epstein associate that is now coming forward. A hundred and fifty people are on that list, and uh, Clinton is mentioned multiple times in there. From what I understand, I mean, he's sure. hiding out in, in Mexico right now as this is uh, being revealed. I mean, look, there's a, um, Epstein was a, very, was a very wealthy guy. He had a lot of connections to a lot of famous people, which they all, all those famous people are going to deny any knowledge of any shady goings on with Epstein. Of course they are. And, you know, it, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, I um, I know Clinton had connections to him, but to prove any link to anything illegal is going to be very difficult. I would assume Clinton's, you know, being who they are. Right. I don't know. It, it just gives us another insight into who they are, right? <laughs> what type of people well, yeah. they are. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just amazing that they were I mean, in the I, White I House. <laughs> amazing. Going to be like you know. Like Epstein, you know, present himself as an honest, uh, as an honest, right. uh, as an honest philanthropist, blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he, right. was, he was just, he was just a wealthy philanthropist who helped people. That's how he presented himself. Yeah. I was I was deceived by Epstein. <laughs> right. Well, uh, one one deceiver uh, deceiving another deceiver. All right, my friend, we got to roll. Thank you, Chad Rogers. Uh, thanks to Patty in the studio. All of you will be back tomorrow to do it again right here on Ringside. Keep it on WGSO. We'll see you tomorrow. William Wallace. Listen to my show on Tuesday night at 5 o'clock. William Wallace for America here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans, Louisiana.